All right, welcome back to Hellas and Homies. I've got a dear friend with me today, Nick Stav. How are we, brother? I'm great. I'm great. We, we became friends since the charity match, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, humble beginnings. Um, for those who know me as a child, and I was a diehard Arsenal fan. Kind of died off a bit as I got older, got in touch with my heritage, but the man sitting across from me is diehard, man. That's it. Bleeds red. Literally cut me open, I bleed red. Yeah? <laughs> so don't say I'm a fake Arsenal fan. <laughs> <laughs> um. Recently on AFTV, bro, massive. Yeah, that was crazy. That was good. You want to hear the story how I got in there? Yeah, I think I know. I think I know, but no, go You on, might go not, though. So I, I, so I got into London. I made a TikTok saying, yeah, I'm in London. Mission get Nick Stav on Arsenal Fan TV. So naturally, I had a couple of people that I knew through TikTok reach out to me saying, hey, um, I know I get on interviews. I can get you on. I was like, yeah, perfect. Meet me after the game and he'll try to get me on. I had another guy reach out to me saying, Bro, if you're here for the Arsenal Man City game, I will get you on for the Arsenal Fan TV watch along for the watch along of the game. Yeah, nice. So actually, I was like, bro, I'm going to be out by then. If I was, bro, that would have been sick. Anyway, then I didn't hear anything from my proper AFTV. Then on Wednesday that week, so Arsenal game was on Friday. Wednesday that week, I went to go do the Emirates Stadium tour. And after I did the tour, there's a cafe across the road. It's beautiful. Like you're eating food, you took to the right, and the Emirates Stadium just there. Like it's unreal. And then you could see from a distance, my dad's from a distance, like, you could see a guy walking up the stairs. My dad's like, bro, is that that Robbie guy from Arsenal Fan TV? And from a distance, I'm like, nah, bro, he's, he's smaller than that. And he's bigger than that, sorry. He's bigger than that, isn't he? He's like, oh, whatever. I was like, we have to go that way anyway to go back yeah. to the tube. So we, we may as well walk past. So he finished up, walk, walking past. I'm like 10, 15 metres out. I'm like, oh, shit, dad, that, bro, that's him. That's him. I get off to him. I'm like, bro, Robbie, big fan, bro, I love <laughs> you. From Australia. Anyway, I get a photo with him. And then I was like, Robbie, bro, in terms of getting an interview, how do I get it? He goes, oh, we're going to be at the Tony Adams statue. Meet us here after the game. It's very busy to get in. So it might be hard. You might not be able to get on. And then my, like naturally, I'm not one of those guys who goes, hey, Robbie, I'm massive on TikTok type yeah. thing. And my dad's like, oh, yeah, you should get him on. He's big on TikTok, mate. He's big on TikTok. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, jeez, I'm cringing. But then the mate. That you got to play the game, bro. You got to yeah, play the true, game. It's true. It's true. My dad was like, bro, you're there once. You may as well. Yeah. So then the guy that he was shooting with then goes, okay, what's his TikTok? So he searches up my name, he goes, oh, I'm Nick Stav. And he searches up, he goes, turns to Robbie, he goes, oh, bro, he's fucking huge, Robbie. He's huge. Robbie looks, oh, shit. And then Robbie heard my story. And bro, I'm from Australia. And we're talking for like a good five, ten minutes. And then I was like, yeah, okay, look, come here on the day and, and get on. On the day, it's a stampede around there. It's an absolute herd. Like, you don't know how packed it is around there. Like, you, if I didn't know one of the guys through TikTok, I probably wouldn't have got on just because I wouldn't have got through the crowd. Like, he dragged me through the crowd. He's tapping people's shoulders, getting me, got to the front. Then Robbie caught whiff that I was there and then he, he got me on in the end. But just a crazy story because people thought I saw Robbie because it was like set up, but it wasn't. It was just by sheer coincidence that day that I went to the Emirates and I saw him there. Yeah. Like crazy. I seen the I seen you like post videos of um you having a feed there and shit like that. Yeah. No, it was no. it's just it's just surreal. Cause you yeah. like you I get up at 5 a.m. in the morning every single week to watch it through the TV and then you're there. It's yeah. different. Like the night I got there, I never posted about it. But I got there on a Sunday afternoon. <laughs> yeah, because I did the whole thing where I wasn't going London. Do you remember that? I yeah. full on believed you. Yeah, but that's what I did. I just did it to cause a bit of buzz. Like, yeah. if I, then I did it. Oh, she actually is in London. Um, so I got there Sunday afternoon, watched West Ham Arsenal play from a pub. Then that night I was like, I had nothing really to do. So I'm like, fuck, I'm just going to go to the Emirates. And I, like, I, did so, I didn't record anything, but I got off the train, walked off the bridge, and it's so big. Like, you yeah. get off and you walk in and just, like, I got emotional seeing it. Like, it was just, just like what I dreamed about, which yeah. is crazy. Did you say it when you flew in? No, I didn't. The funny thing is, though, I so I went from Sydney to Qatar. I stopped yeah. at the Qatar. The funny thing is, when you get to Qatar and you fly out, like 
you see all the stadiums that you're watching in the World Cup, like, and they're so close to each other. You fly and you see like the one they played the final, the Lusail Stadium. Yeah. Then like you fly another ten seconds and the Al Janoub Stadium's there. Like yeah. that that was sick. I didn't see the stadiums flying into England, but Qatar that like brought yeah. up a memory about that. Yeah. Oh, when we were flying into London, because I went to Europe last year in July, and uh, we flew into London first yeah. thing, and yeah, you could see like the Premier League grounds at least. Yeah. <clears throat> and then as you got lower, I think Craven Cottage is right near the airport, maybe. Or Luton or some shit. Okay, like yeah. Luton's a weird one because yeah. you're over like a housing estate. Yeah, and bro, they can make the Premier League. Yeah, they, they have a chance to make a ten Premier million League. dollar investment. Yeah, to meet standards. But um, like some of those teams in the playoffs right now, I think Coventry City are in there. Luton, yeah. Middlesbrough, and Millwall. Millwall would be a good Millwall, West Ham, in the Prem. Yeah, oh bro. wow, <laughs> jeez! I think anything you get there it would be great. Yeah, great, bro. That'd be nutters. Yeah. Have you heard of the Millwall smile? No, what the guy. Uh, get a blade, cut your ass. So you, when you sit down, your ass opens up and it's a smile. <laughs> yeah, bro, nah. Well, I watched Green Street Hooligans. That wasn't it. My my dad, um, my dad told me about it because he lived there well before he had any of us kids. He lived there for work for two years. Yeah, and he lived. Oh, oh fuck! How long did he work? I can't remember how long he worked there, but he was working in Leeds. But essentially, like Millwall's, like everyone knows about Millwall and yeah. football culture. And whenever he, he asked someone he works with who was part of like. Not a hooligan, but knew everything you need to know. Kind of like if you ask me about OSM or IBB, I could tell you. Yeah, yeah. In confidence. And um, yeah, he just told him like, oh yeah, there's a thing called the Millwall Smile. Basically, they get like a small knife, real sharp, or like a uh, blade, cut your ass open like when you sit down. like to in like initiate you into the fan no, 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 like, no, 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 no. If you're like a- If you're like an opposing a, fan, yeah. okay, okay, okay. But they get you in like a crap, like a, it was, it's hard to explain because it's gone through a guy, it's gone through my dad, it's gone back to me. It's just a legend, it's a legend. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> but dad said essentially it's like in the crowd when you're least suspecting, but they can identify your part of the hooligans on the other that's team. Crazy. And they'll just come through and go fucking shh. Jeez, in front of stitches the slice. I don't know. Obviously it wouldn't happen anymore because it's a knife. Yeah. But anyway, look, we'll backtrack a bit. Sorry. An introduction to Nick Stav. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I, that Nick Stav <laughs> waffle, bro. That's what I do. <laughs> you got big off TikTok, hey? You're yeah. a 20 year old from Sydney. Sydney, yeah. And you got big off TikTok making FIFA slash football skits, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Um, funny. So the way it started was it was 2021 lockdown. So you remember our Sydney, we had the first, the whole world went into yeah. a first one, but us in Sydney, we went into that second one yeah. in 2021. And it got to that stage where it was like, I was bored, bro. I was bored. So I sat there and I made a few different types of videos. So, like they weren't really working. And then I just did a tier list. I think I ranked pen takers in the Premier League. Like who were the best pen takers? Video did not. It's got like 250K views. I'm like, shit, that's sick, bro. That's... Was that your first ever video? No, nah, it wasn't my first ever video. If you actually scroll my first ever videos, they weren't actually of me. They'd just be like clips of yeah. just like... Yeah, you know, like the football edits type of thing. Yeah, Not yeah. really like like they're cut up now, like they're like yeah. HD videos. They weren't like that. But that's how I, I think I got like 10,000 followers from just doing that. So then I was like- I Was mean, that your first one of you in the video? Uh, first one of me, I think was like a FIFA skit. Right. I think I did like, oh, plays that haunt me in foot champs. Yeah. But me actually talking, it was those type of videos. It was yeah. like the tier. So then that tier list did well. So I was like, okay, that was easy. Then I did like- ranking Premier League youngsters. And that video did like 3 million views. Like, yeah. oh my God. So it caused in lockdown and so much time. Every day I was like, bang, I'm going to do a tier list video. And just, every single day I would edit it up. And I just grew. I think once I got out of lockdown, I came out with like 70K followers. Nuts. Which was crazy. And it was weird. I came out um, of lockdown, went on a night out at the Argyle near the <laughs> rocks. And I'm there with my mates and that. And then we went to the bar to get a drink. Someone taps me on the shoulder. He goes, are you that guy from TikTok? I'm like, 
bro, what the hell? You know me off TikTok? Like, I was like, that was crazy. Where now, like, if I go out and, like, people know football sometimes yeah. in Australia, like, they'll know who I am. Like, walking around the Emirates, crazy. Like, crazy. Like, I'm from Australia, across the world, and people, like, knew who the hell I was yeah. at the Emirates. Like, that was nuts. But it's been, it was a weird come up, but it was cool. It was through yeah. lockdown. I think people suffered through lockdown, but for me, it actually helped me. Yeah. Positive, eh? Positive, exactly. Bro, it's so. nuts. Your come up's nuts. I remember seeing your tier list and shit like that. Yeah, I you used were... to disagree with some of them. Yeah, but that, that was it. That was it, bro. I remember I'd sit down there and go, oh, I'm going to throw a Man United player in here just because I know it would yeah. cause drama. Like, that's just, but that's just how the TikTok game is. I don't really do that anymore. Yeah. But you can you watch some of those TikTokers, what they say. They know what they're saying. They yeah. do it for clicks. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Fair enough. Um, the, the game's the game. Yeah. Speaking of like getting recognized at Argyle, bro, have you seen my Sunday League videos? Yes. Yes. No way. You got recognized because of those videos. Right, around here, because I tag um, Sydney or Western Sydney sometimes in the yeah. hashtag, like around in the, the pan comp, they yeah. do numbers, bro. So I get recognized. I get fucking, I get hammered. Yeah. Like on the pitch, they go, put that in your fucking TikTok. Yeah, that's so like that. funny. It's true because I know for a you want a story time about something like that? I'll give you a story time. Go, bro. So, like, obviously through TikTok, play football. I played in my local league. I think it was the Ride Comp last year. Um, and I played. Wait, what comp was that shit on Friday? Uh, the referee incident. Bro, like, that's crazy, bro. Was that right? No, no, no. That was um, Padstow. So, that, that would be like Canterbury, I think. Yeah. I think that'd be Canterbury. Anyway, that incident. Touch on that later. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so, the Ride Comp, and then you play people, and they know who I was, obviously. And we made it to the grand final. But I was injured for like six weeks. Did my ankle in a game. Did did my ankle in a game. I scored a double in actually. So yeah, that's it. I had to, I had to put that one in there. Nick Stav scored a header. I scored a header, bro. I scored a header. I think I went to the corner and did the Tim Gale celebration as well. Actually, come on, put respect on that name. Uh, on Sunday league or six aside? No, no, Sunday league, bro. Oh, Sunday, we play on a Saturday, but it's a yeah, Sunday yeah. league comp. Um. Anyway, so we get to the grand final, bro. When I say to you, there was like a fucking RBB there. <laughs> for Nick Stab, and they're 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 they mates from the other team. Obviously, word got around that Nick Stab was playing in this yeah. game, so they full came up, bro. They made a full TikTok, recorded every single highlight of my game. Me on the bench, me going on the bench, me talking to my players, like full cut up, like a proper video. And then it got take they. I don't know if it got banned or they. I think they took it down like after a day. But like, just create like how fuck is that? Like, yeah, nuts. Because you were talking about your Sunday thing, that just came into my head there. That weird story, but yeah, nuts. Were they hurling comments at you? Oh, bro, yeah, man, they were giving it. They were giving, bro. I remember in the video they were like bigger flop than Darwin Nunez, <laughs> I think it was, or something like, or an oh Nicholas Pepe maybe. I yeah. can't remember, but I was like, jeez, man, because we lost the final like five two, we got pumped. But that, that, that's football, isn't it? Though, oh, but I, but so I love funny. it though. I love it though. It reminds me of um. Fuck, I'm not comparing you to him. Yeah. But when Cal the Dragons started playing outfield on like a oh, Sunday league, thing, anything bro, the crowds you get, yeah, nuts, crazy. He's massive, eh? It's the original big f- football TikToker, bro. Yeah, uh, it's it's weird because like it's just weird how UK like things can just spiral out of control. <laughs> like he's just bro, anywhere he'd go, he'd get recognised there, hundred percent, hundred percent. But it's just funny because like. It's all just because he was just having fun in the back in his backyard, bro. Defending shots off his garden home. You know what I mean? But good on him though. Straight out, good on him. I've never seen anything like that. No. But um, that that's just so Did shit, you watch yeah. the Sidemen charity match? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, poor kid. I feel yeah. sorry because he got he, like, come on, bro. Like, yeah. yeah, you can't give him crap. Like he was getting a lot of stick in the comments and that. But but good on him though. Yeah. And that just shows how big he is. So I actually thought about that not too long ago. I was like, 
Bro, he was on TikTok and ended up making to a Simon YouTube charity match. Yeah. Because getting followers on TikTok compared to having like subscribers on YouTube is a different ball game. Yeah. So like good on him. That just shows how big he is in the UK. Do you reckon that would work over here? Because for we'll touch on it, but yeah. we met at the inaugural Sports Shed TV charity yeah. match. What what team were you on again? Was I was it? on Ro Ronald McDonald House. No. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh god, no. I was on Mark Hughes Foundation. Sorry, jeez. Missed oh, that trade up. Fuck. So no. for they like this wasn't anywhere near like a sidemen lineup, but in terms of the people that are actually there on the day, bro, some big creators like yourself was one of them. Yeah, Olen was there, but he was injured, but he was still like popping his face. He was in front of my camera. Yeah, and that was unlucky as well because he yeah. was one of the bigger draws to that game. But yeah, like, bro, John Bernard, he's huge. Yeah, that Mahmoud Ishmael as well, yeah. killing it at the moment. Uh, Moi Duwari, Moi Duwari, yeah, bro, yeah. those big names there, massive. Um, hectic, <laughs> hectic Fred, bro. He, he he's a he's a hectic lad in general, bro. Hectic lad in general. Oh, I actually saw him yesterday. He's, he's, a, a, he's a top lad, bro. Like, I always say to him, bro, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He's, he's yeah. too nice. He's too nice, man. I always oh, say man. that to him. Did I ever show you the clip of, um, bro, he kicked off because... um, One of the guys ran at Jason David. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. I remember seeing it. Because I see him at the end of the game. He goes, if I'm the guy, I'm going to get him. <laughs> I'm going to take him. I'm going to take him. Why are you running at him like that? Bro. Oh my god, he's so. He had so no fun. shirt on and shit. Yeah, <laughs> and he had the, the bucket hat. Did he had the bucket hat. Yeah, he did. Oh, oh fuck. God. But yeah, we met at the inaugural charity match, which was cool. But I honestly, just as like a day, I loved it. I, 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 I be real with you, I was skeptical going yeah. in the day. I was skeptical of the fact that. Oh, thought, same, bro. I didn't um, think it would. Maybe go. the turnout wasn't going to be great. I thought also the fact that if like the recording footage didn't go well, would get people would like, yeah. destroy it on TikTok. The 30 show I was worried about was the type of crowd that it would attract. Like, yeah. would it be like these teenage kids that just want to be little shits and like get involved? But bro, when I say the sports shed guys smashed it out of the water, they did. Yeah. I remember getting to there and I walked straight and I was like, bro, how many people are you already? And I was here like, what, three hours before kickoff? Yeah. I was like, bro, that was unreal. I think unreal. I got there at 12. And what did it like, four it kicked off? Didn't four. It? I yeah. think you're one of the first that yeah. I saw. Yeah. I don't think there was anyone there when I got there. But yeah, like I remember you rocking up because of what, how people reacted for the most part. You could hear, because I was walking around with the camera, you could hear kids out on the thing. Yeah. As soon as like someone with a name arrived, they'd just go, oh, and then Nick Stabs here, Nick Stabs here. Can it's, I get, oh, let's get a photo with Nick Stabs. It's so crazy. Oh, no, that's, that's um, the fucking biggest draw card was Shaq. I didn't realize how big Shaq. Shaq. bro, 1.1 million followers, bro. He's yeah. huge, man. And like um, Blake Russell, who was on- Blake, Yeah, yeah, Danny and Blake. Yeah, yeah. he's a very, he's a top guy, man. Bro, he's a top he guy. Was he was on our team. Yeah. Very nice guy. Um, But yeah, there was so many people there that like, I, I knew on the day, like they're a creator or whatever. Mm. Then I'd get home and I'd go to send them the footage, like raw files. Yeah. And I'd click, click on their profile. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can't even send it to them. It's never going to fucking get to them, bro. <laughs> they're too big, bro. They're <laughs> too big. What the fuck's the point? But um, do you reckon that would work? Because I thought about it, bro. I said to Norman. Yeah. Part of sports head. Top guy as well, man. Yeah, all of them, bro. Yeah. I said to him, I said, next one's a football one. Yeah. He's got, I don't know where you do it, maybe Lidcombe. Mm. Or... Do you know what I said to him? I Because I bumped into him at Could You Pav, I think, the next day, just by, yeah. just by, she went down and I was like, bro, you got to do a football one. I'm telling you. Do a yeah. football one. You'll get, I reckon you'll get more people than the last one just because like, what, what they saw. Yeah. And then, bro, I reckon, I reckon get an, uh, I don't know, do you know a Linden at Rockdale? Yeah, yeah. I reckon just, per I think that's perfect. You got a seated stadium. It's close. I think they could fill that yeah. pretty well. I think any stadium kind of like that, I think they could fill out. I think a train station has to be near it. Yeah, it was rocked out. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Lidcombe was a decent location. For yeah, because um, a lot of the kids, 
even if they are 17, they might not have their license. Yeah, to drive. That's yeah. Point. So they'll find the location like that. But totally agree with you, football. But you'll yeah. see Nick Stav, a.k.a. Andre Siniesta in the midfield, killing it in that game, yeah? Anytime goal scorer, Nick Stav. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get the try, but I'll get the goal. Bro, I'd love to see it. I was, I was saying to him, like, I reckon so many people would hop on it as well. Yeah, bro, come on, bro. I'm telling you. And you could get the same amount of people, even, like, people that have seen it now, creators in Australia, that could, like, even bigger ones. Yeah. 100% could get them hop onto it. And, and the problem, the only problem I said, I kind of brought up was I reckon they didn't have enough people knowing that there was blokes playing that haven't been doing any fitness. Remember at the end of the game, bro, it was like 12 versus 11 or something. Oh, yeah. But that's the, You're talking about contact sport and rugby. Yeah, league. yeah. But like, that, that was something I was skeptical about as well, bro. Oh, I'll tell you, I remember sitting there, I was like, bro, people are going to take it like seriously. Like, they're not going to take it that seriously. It's going to be fun out there. And like, trust me, I'm in a locker room with guys like massive, bro. I'm seeing that Gio Valentino guy. <laughs> Whoa, bro, he's a man mountain, bro. And I'm there like little Nick's dad just like this. And then we're, they're doing the speech and John Bernard's like, oh yeah, bro, that mock guy, I'm going to go in. We're going to go straight in on him. We're going to put in big hits, guys. And I'm singing like, Bro, they're saying that in the other change room, like, just hit that sneak stab count. But I, when I say to you, bro, I was bricking it. I was bricking it before that ball kicked off, bro. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't come out of there in a coma. I was bricking it. Jeez, man. Bro, I had some uncut footage of their change room as well. Yeah. There was, like, um them on the bags and, like, there was a few of the clips of, like, them getting hit on the bags and, like, dropping to the floor and shit. I was like, fuck, I could put this out, but I don't think I will. But I'm getting hammered. Like, that Jeez, I, 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 that didn't happen to me, at least. That yeah. didn't happen to me. Um, But, yeah, bro, that, like, whole day, I was just, I just kept thinking as soon as I left. Like, as soon as everyone was leaving, I was, like, sitting there packing up the cameras. It's like, this, as a football thing, would be perfect. Yeah. Like, my, imagine Marconi Stadium, but a train station's within 500 metres. But that's what I'm saying. And they will, because... Yeah. The thing is about Lidcombe as well, it was so far, it was so far away from where the fans could have been, but it was still great. Yeah. Like, imagine when their fans are just there, bro. It's going to be sick. sick. Yeah. And like, the, what the potential it has in Australia is that us creators should be closer together. We should be. Yeah. Like, I haven't met some of these guys and like, look, I'm, I'm meeting, like, who, who do I, I think I met up with Moe Dolwari at one of the Dragons games as well. Like, Hectic Fred. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's so good to stay tight knit because the more content you can create together, the more that's going to boost Australia. You know who I've fucking seen everywhere I go? That Giuliano Ali kid? Yeah, bro. He's all over TikTok, <laughs> isn't he? He's a very bro, nice the, kid. footy game. Oh, you saw him? I bumped into him at um, Jubilee, actually. Yeah. And he lives in Wollongong, bro. He goes to all the games, bro. Big up him, bro. Yeah, I've seen him everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, fuck, who is this kid? And then I recognised him like, at a Because he was in our game. sheds as well, actually. At the yeah, charity yeah. match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went to give him a beer and then I didn't realise. Like, I think he was like 16 or Bro, he's not even 18. Bro, do you know what they're like? Emilio the Savage is not... He's 16. What? But he looks like 10 years older than me, man. He could be... A, his beard could like fuel my family. <laughs> Jeez, man. Oh, Crazy, bro. Oh, fuck. Far out. Too funny. Um, oh, look, on the topic of MPL and MPL stadiums. Yeah. Big topic for you as a football creator in Australia. How do you feel about the second division coming in? Oh, and bro. I'm, did I'm, you see what I posted... With, with concept football club, um, with like the marquee players, yeah, bro, I got flames for it. But yeah, but like, bro, what are you supposed to do? What we're gonna bring in some random no name player, bro? Of course, it's a TikTok. Yeah. But um, but I like it. I like I like what I love about the MPL. If it when it does happen, is that you're gonna have clubs that represent cultures, and I think that's gonna get fan bases out there because I'm gonna be in this situation when like, are you Olympic boy? Yeah, I'm gonna be a senior Olympic boy. Yeah. Hopefully, they get in there. Because yeah. bro, can you imagine I'm gonna go there with my all my cousins. I'm gonna go to the yeah. games like. Nice. Like, bro, we have a Euros at halftime. Come on, bro. Like, 
that's what's going like, to put culture back in the sport. Yeah. My only issue is, is that when you get a Sydney Olympic versus Rockdale or a City United versus Bonnie Rink and you get Serbia versus culture, that's my only issue where, could you imagine there's a fight? All the yeah. news articles are going to be eating that up, eating yeah. that up. And I think that's the one thing that the A-League did well when they brought in like a Western Sydney Wonder is they represented Western Sydney. Geographical, not nationality. Exactly. Yeah. But I think we've got to the stage in the A-League where who are we going to add? What I was talking about, they're going to add a team in Tasmania. Bro, don't add another team. Where you add another MacArthur and they get 1,000 people at a game. Because yeah. then that's what makes the league a laughing stock. Let's get the NPL clubs, get an RPR, pack out Lambert Park, bro. And then go, oh, crap, they actually care about football in Australia. Because we do. Yeah. We do. And that's the thing. Like, how many kids walk around with Premier League shirts on when they should be walking around with Australian clubs, bro? Yeah. Like, bro, I guarantee when Sydney Olympic going there, I'm going to be eating that up. I'll probably go to more Sydney Olympic games than I would Sydney FC. Yeah. Like, just because just it kind of represents my culture and my family. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm big on that too, bro. So I'm, I'm from up in the mountains, as we yeah. discussed. But I'm a half Italian. Yeah. So yeah. if it came in, like, Wonder is like, I'm close with the guy who runs the RBB and everything. Mm. I grew up watching them. On my birthday, Shinji Yono scored that goal against Victor. Shinji, bro. I, I was remember. at the first ever Sydney Derby. Yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah. Vertex. I'm okay. trying to think, oh, fuck, was I there? Was that where a beanie went on and did the fucking 40 yard hit? No, this game team? was the one where Del Piero stepped up for the pen. I oh. think saved and he scored the rebound and then went yeah. to the corner. Yeah. I got his tongue out. Um, yeah, I mean, we didn't deserve to win that game, but we did. Yeah, that was back when you had the bounce of the ball. Yeah. But um, yeah, like honestly, bro, it'd be Marconi without a doubt. Like, yeah, because it represents your culture. Yeah, and there's like a sense, there's like a fabric to it yeah. that the A League doesn't have. There's not a single club in the A League that has this like actual attachment that when if shit goes tits up, you're actually gonna back it. Yeah, it shows, bro. No one goes to an A League well, game. It's a, it's a very good point because you can always be connected to a club when they're winning. Yeah, and people are talking about it. When no one's talking about it, no one cares, and it's hard. But when it's stuck to your heritage, you're always going to care. And that's yeah. a good point. And bro, we'll give a fuck like you and I. Yeah. Like say what? Pakasetis, right? He's a good, yeah, yeah, yeah. great footballer. If you sign him on a marquee when you're in the A-League, bro. like you're going to give a fuck and you're going to welcome, like with a hero's welcome. Like 100%. he played for Greece at the top level. Same with us. Say like the guy I put forward was Kandreva because he's almost yeah. 40. Yeah. Right? He's, his legs are going to gu- cark it soon. Yeah. So I was like, Marconi should aim at Kandreva or realistically actually Bonucci. Like he's someone you genuinely... With all the pokies at Marconi, why yeah. not? Like, we've got the money. Exactly. It's like they would get welcomed as, like, gods to this. You know what I mean? But yeah. if Wanda is signed Benicia, give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's cool. It's true. It's, it's a very good point because um, I, I was even talking about you can bring him here on the sense that, like, hey, Australia's got a lot of Italians. I remember Del Piero could have gone a lot of places. He could have yeah. gone a lot of places. I heard that, the, the was it the CEO or someone, whoever nabbed him from Sydney FC at the time, full flew out to Italy and, like, showed him, like, like Italian culture, the Italian DNA in Australia, and that's how they got him over. I can't see you said that. I actually, I don't know if you know about Giorgio Scaragunis. Yeah, he yeah. came to Sydney a few months ago, and he played in a game, uh, like a, they called it like a legends game, and they just played random people from Gladesville, Sydney Olympic, or the Greece yeah, yeah. local area were playing in this game, and like, bro, he got a crowd at Lambert Park just like playing an exhibition game, and was Scaragunis like forty some years old, yeah. hasn't touched the ball in ages. And that's kind of good. Imagine you bring like a Greek player like that, like a Bakasetas, that could come and represent a club, bro. And like Bakasetas would represent the Greek community. Benucci would represent the Italian community. Yeah. Pandev would represent the Macedonian community. Yeah, pe- people, people would latch onto that stuff. Latch onto that yeah. stuff. And I would thrive on that. I would love it. Oh, bro, I'd love it. Back to the, um, the Greek thing. Like South Melbourne, realistically, mm. if this happened five years ago, signed Samaras at the end yeah. of his career. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, that's and a like, draw. Fucking, uh, what's his name? Who's he's kicking ball in Romania? Papadopoulos is that his name? Papadopoulos, center half. Bro, he's, yeah. he's going to shit. Get Socrates, bro. Get him in as well, bro. Yeah. Straight out, he's he's going to shit as well. <laughs> like far, yeah. But we got, we got a lot of players. Greece got a lot of players like that. You could do. 100%. Well, the national team. Kind of, if he's falling off. Yeah, yeah, but the national team's kind of falling to shit, eh? Hey? Yeah, it's tough. But they, the thing is with the Greek, they're in it. Are you, attached, are you attached to him? I do, bro. I got up for the Greece-Spain game in the qualifiers. Like, I get up. My younger cousin, four years younger than me, he's all over it. He loves yeah. it. Like, he, he'll follow everything. Like, oh, look at Mavropanos' match rating in this game, bro. He's one of the best centre-backs yeah. in Europe, bro. Um, the thing is with the Greece at the moment, they're in a predicament where, I don't know, but you know how people go, uh, South American qualifiers are harder than the European? Yeah. I kind of tend to disagree with it. And I put it like this. If you're Greece and you're trying to make a World Cup, you're in a... European group with five nations, yeah, and they're seeded. So the you got you're gonna have a team like Spain or an England or a France, yeah, yeah. and then your second side is gonna be a good side. It could be like a Serbia, and then Greece are a third seed. So if you want to make the World Cup as a European nation, you're Greece. You so top spot gets guaranteed qualification, and second spot then goes into a playoff with four other teams, and you have to be the best out of four to make it. So if Greece want to make the World Cup, realistically, they're in a group with France and Serbia. Realistically, Greece are not going to top France. So France will take out that top spot, 110%. Say by the luck of the draw, Greece are absolutely unreal and they get results over Serbia and they get in that second spot. But then they have to go into a group where they versus Sweden, Portugal. They could versus Italy. Italy came second in their group. Portugal came second in their group. So how was it feasible for a, a Greece to now make a World Cup again yeah. without properly producing insane talent? It's so hard. Yeah. And that, that, I think that's what they're suffering from at the moment. Like, and in the European qualification group, we've got France and Netherlands. Good luck, man. Yeah. Good luck. We're not going to see Greece at a major tournament for a while. And the way the new World Cup works, they haven't given a lot of spots to Europe. It's got like Asia's got another four spots. I think they've done more for Oceania as well and with African nations. So yeah. next time we see Greece in a major tournament, it's going to be tough. It's yeah. going to be tough. So I'll soak up the amount of juice I got from that Samaras penalty in 2014. <laughs> Fuck, bro. Look, I, as soon as you mentioned that um, second place World Cup thing, like qualifiers, just heart sunk. Yeah. I was telling my dad at the time, like my brother's, my brother's not really into the Italian thing as much, but like even my brother mentioned it to me as well. When we drew to like fucking Northern Ireland, maybe. Yeah, it was. Yeah, my brother and I said we're like, I think we're done. Once you draw a game like that, you oh. you're done. You guys drew to Switzerland as well, which was Euros was like false hope. Yeah, I, I mean, think... You know what's I, crazy, bro? If we go through... Like, if we scrape through the qualifiers, we go to that World Cup, we're actually like... Competitors. Yeah. Contenders. But that, that, that's just how European nations are. Yeah, but then Ronnie doesn't go. But they were shit at the World Cup, I reckon. They were poor, bro. Yeah. Like, they scored six against Switzerland. But then other than that, they were poor. They got lucky. They were lucky in that group that Uruguay were tits. Yeah. Like were what, what do you reckon the phenomenon is around, around Croatia at the World Cup? Do you reckon there's a phenomenon? Or do you reckon that's just the team? I think that's. I think their juice is done now, I think. Bro, Luka Modric, bro, is absolutely yeah. unreal, bro. I think he literally gets better with age. I think a lot of people go like, oh, when they compare the Iniesta to Modric, trust me, I'm a big Iniesta guy. But if you want to sit there and say Modric is better, I'll listen. Because people say, oh, Iniesta dominated like the era Modric was in. But the way I put it is that Modric doing it when he's 35, 36, 37 is a lot harder than... Iniesta dominating the same when he's 28, 29, 30. Yeah. Like he's doing it at the peak of his with Modric. He's like, body is deteriorating and still becoming a better footballer. And it's only like physically, bro. You're watching him in that game against Liverpool where they pumped him 5-2. He skipped from his own 18-yard box all the way to the other side of the field and created a goal single-handedly. Like yeah. the guy's a general. I think 
once it, well, he's not going to be in the next World Cup for Croatia. Maybe, maybe he'll just kick through in the international scene. But I think Croatia have lost their juice. But I, I don't know if you ever saw on a TikTok, I don't know if you ever saw it where I said Croatia are underdogs. Maybe. So I made a TikTok and I uh, said... Your, your my, most famous one around the World Cup was saying Australia get out of the group. Exactly, bro. Honestly, I've got to say that elevated me in Australia. Oh, oh, big time, bro. My mates were talking about you. Yeah, it was crazy. Because a lot of my followers are from UK normally. Yeah. And in Australia, like, I would get recognised, but not not majorly. Post-World Cup, different, bro. It was different. You were everywhere. Yeah. How was, was that? Oh, that was sick, bro. The funny the thing that pisses me off about that, I'll, I'll go into a rant now <laughs> as well. So I've been called a fake fan, plastic fan, because I'm an Australian Premier League fan. Yeah. Fake fans, spoil local, bro. Okay, so when I was the one making TikTok saying that Australia was going to get out of the group, but I had gazillion Australians in my comments commenting, oh, bro, uh, you're going to embarrass Australia by saying we're going we're gonna to beat all these nations and get out of the group. You're embarrassing our sport. Okay, so when I'm backing Australia football in our country, I'm backing it, I'm an embarrassment. But then when I go overseas and I kind of represent Australian Premier League fans yeah. over in the UK on a social media sense, I'm an embarrassment as well. Pick the argument you want to pick. I'm supporting the Australian football, but like it's absolutely unreal. Yes, maybe I should probably go to every single, like a lot of Sydney FC games. But geez, man, you can't expect me to go every single week. Like give yeah. me a break. It's nuts. Like people just can't give you props for what you're doing for sport in this country. It's just... Yeah, uh, that, that ticks me. That ticks me. Bro, people nitpick at shit that, like, they expect so much more from people than they expect from themselves. I think it's just jealousy, bro. At the end of yeah. the day, people would love to be in our position doing what we're doing in the football world. Like, come yeah. on, bro. Like, for me to go to London and watch my team, my team I love to play, bro, it's a dream. And a lot of people like it as well, but that's, like, they get salty and stuff like yeah. that. And I think that's what we have an issue with in Australian football. Tall I think, poppy, bro. Yeah, big it's tall poppy syndrome in Australia. It is like that. Once someone slips up, bro, they get jumping hard, bro. Come on, man. In the grand scheme of things, what he did during COVID lockdown, bro, does anyone actually care? It's because yeah. he was popping at that moment. Absolutely popping on social media. And like, who the hell is this guy? And then once he, he little hiccup, bang, cut him off the, cut him off the scene. Yeah. And bro, for him to come back like he's done, bro, absolutely unreal. And that, that's props to John. He's top lad as well. Yeah, top he's lad. a good bloke, eh? Oh, bro, like, a lot of people go, oh, bro, he's so sarcastic. I'm like, bro, in real life, he's, I've got to say one of the most like, hard-working guys like I've ever seen. If every single time I see him, he's working on something. It's like, oh, it's not how you're doing. He goes, well, I'm going here in three months' time. In six months' time, I'm going to be in 12 months' time, I'm going to be here. Like, he's yeah. absolutely unreal. And he's, he's given me a lot of opportunities, so shout-out to him. Yeah, he's um, he's a dom, bro. Like, uh, I had him on the pod ages ago, and that's when the pod was in, like, his other studio when it was handheld mics. And yeah. It was a shit show. But, um, yeah, we're at, the, we're at the charity match, and, like, he's just thinking about, like, what he's going to put out content-wise. Then he's like asking me to film this, whatever, because I was filming shit. And like, bro, he just doesn't stop. And at the World Cup, yeah. he was there. I sent him a photo because we'd talked before. I was like, oh, yeah, my dad's at the World Cup. I sent him a photo of my dad. Next TikTok, dad's in there getting interviewed. <laughs> what a lad, bro. He's so good. Funny thing is that I was with, so he didn't know he was going out to the World Cup until like a week before. He didn't yeah. know. So I was out. I think I was at a shopping center and he called me. And he's like, oh, how's that doing? I was like, oh, I'm good, bro. He goes, okay, bro, I'm just saying, you know, so I'm going to the World Cup. I was like, that's sick, bro. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. He's like, he goes, bro, I don't understand, bro. Like, you know me, I'm not a big like, soccer fan. Like, let me know what the hell I'm going to do. So I remember telling him, I was like, bro, you gotta, you got to hop on this fake fan stuff. I've heard that there's fake fans surrounding there. And he goes, okay, perfect. And he sent me a message back. He goes, yeah, bro, that was a perfect idea, bro. I think the TikTok popped as well. But him during the World Cup, his videos are unreal, bro. Yeah. He's mic'd up games. It was at the Australia game. Australia versus Argentina. Bro, they were unreal. Him and his brother Nick, they were they were gold. Bro, gold, bro. Fuck, I'm just remembering them now, eh? Like, 
I, I forget TikToks all the time, but when people bring them up, like yeah. that one, oh, bro, where's he? I think he's sitting at a game and it's like a uh, Spain game maybe. Okay, yeah. And he was talking to like this lady and like that was Spanish or something or a team was losing, but I remember losing it. It was so, no, I remember the Argentinian game. They were just giving it like, bro, Ronaldo, I'll never do that, bro. Why is Messi freaking diving on the ground? That was just, yeah, crazy. And then his brother Nick rips off the Australia top and he has an Argentina top. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, what, so for people listening that may not be aware of Stab's work, he was on a podcast or a show essentially every day during the World Cup. Yeah. But during the World Cup on TikTok, this guy in front of me comes out and says, I'll dye my hair blonde if we don't get out of the group. Now to give context, when Australia were heading into the World Cup, France obviously being the winners, whilst there's a thing called the World Cup curse where you don't win it twice in a row, or I think what maybe the 70s was the last time. Uh, no, I think for, uh, Brazil did it. I think Brazil did it. They they did it back to back in O two. Oh no no, yeah O two and O six wasn't it? No, no no no. Sorry. Yeah. Um, oh, they did do it back. They did do it back to back. Maybe in the eighties. No 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 no. Sorry sorry sorry. O two and O six. They got out of their group. Sorry. Yeah. They got out of their group. Yeah. That was the thing is that the winners wouldn't get out of the group the next World Cup. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Italy's been cursed essentially since in the World Cup terms. Uh, since 06. But France, we had in our group. So there's like an underlying suspicion that despite being the world's best, we think France may get knocked out. However, in our group as well, we have Tunisia who are Northern African and they are like hard fucking men. Like yeah. They are like, bro, they could be a bunch of assassins. Like, yeah. Do you remember that guy's first tackle against Denmark? Bro, it was crazy. The bold-headed centre-back and he comes across? Yeah, um, was Oh, bro, and he gets up and he's fight. Bro, fuck, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> the other side of the world. Because they got a what, nil, nil draw against Denmark that game, wasn't it? Yeah, and then Denmark going into the World Cup. Now, for those who don't follow along with football, Denmark are kind of a minnowing nation. However, their years in the spotlight were 2015 to 2020. Yeah. And uh, what, Euro semi-finalists? They literally made the Euro semi They took England to literally extra time at yeah. Wembley in the yeah. semi-final of Euro. That... People forget, not even like Euro 2020, it was technically Euro 2021, like the year before. Yeah. Like, I think people forget that achievement that Australia did to beat them. Yeah. So, and so good, good going. But yeah, so like, just for the listener, in terms of our group, if someone was to say, I think Australia finished bottom, if you're not Australian, you wouldn't disagree. So this kid hops on TikTok and he goes, fucking, if Australia don't make it out, or was it blonde? Yeah, I dye my hair blonde. Yeah, dye his hair blonde. And then, all the Aussie kids who make TikTok edits were blowing him up. And then there was a bunch of guys in the comments just like basically saying, you're blonde. Yeah. Our first game, we go into the World Cup and we're 4-1 down. We score first. Sick feeling, yeah. eh? Well, bro, well, oh. Wow, bro. I was in the <laughs> office, I remember, and it was limbs in the office. I think I tripped someone over. I yeah. Think my dad said I tripped someone over that Craig Goodwin goal. Um, but then, then we conceded four against yeah. France. It's very much like um, the whole feeling was, I felt at least, and I think a lot of people felt was like, wow, that fucking first part was, that's living. That's we're chilling. Like the fall from France is what we expected. At least we scored first and had the feeling of like, yeah, like hope. Yeah. And and I think for a lot of Aussies, bro, I think that was like a sign of like, I think they accepted that first goal against France would maybe just be our moment at the World Cup to have fun. So anyway, we go on to the next game against Tunisia. Harry Suter, fucking Clinic, oh man. He, he earned a Premier League transfer from that game. Just yeah. that single game got him that move to Leicester City. And we won... 1-0. One, 1-0. One nil. One nil. Oh, Mitch, Mitch Duke, Duke header. A deflected cross. It was a top header. Just yeah, bang. I remember I was at the Star Casino that night. Limbs. Yeah, I was at um, Watson's Bay with 
like my, I was at my mate's house with another mate, and um, and we were there, bro. We were like crying, like we're crying. bro. It was hysterical. At the end of the game, like we just and that Harry Suter tackle, we were like script that we reacted that more like, to that. Yeah. Then the goal. That felt like a goal. You just thought like because what he's he in. Came, it bounced off Kyrell's head and it bubbled down and then Harry Suter's leg just lunged. Yeah. Lunged. Oh, got around, bro. Yeah. Oh, take me back. <laughs> I love those times, man. And then, uh, so we go into the final game, and I'm sure people would remember this, but we have Denmark, and at this point, you're kind of like backing yourself, eh, as well. Yeah. Like you're and Stav's I, popping off as well. Yeah, I was actually convinced we were going to get a draw. Like, I, I'll, I'll be real with you about the whole blonde thing Australia making out of the group. That I genuinely believe, believe it. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. If I'm being honest, I know a mate that We had was, no reason to believe it, bro. We hardly now, got there. No, I, I had faith in the sense that the reason why I did it was I was like, I was like, first, if I had to go blonde, I didn't really care. Second reason was if I could do anything to boost football in Australia, just a little more eyes on it because a lot of my followers were UK. If I could just get more eyes on Australian football and get people talking. Yeah. Because if I get 30 people talking more about the Socceroos game and go, Oh, let's see if Nick Stav has to, he has to go blonde. Then I'm doing justice for football in Australia. Yeah. Well, I did. I genuinely think we we're going to make it out of the group from the start. Probably not. Once we got to the Denmark game, I was convinced we were going to at least get a draw in that game. They they sold me on that. Yeah. So simultaneously, whilst this is going on in the first game, Denmark Tunisia have a nil all draw, which sends mixed signals because we're like either Tunisia are really fucking good, Denmark shooting blanks, a bit of both. Then we beat Tunisia. Uh, France get rid of Denmark. So essentially Denmark are like almost gone. Yeah. They're on one point. But if they win, they go through though. Yeah. So they're, they're like basically aiming for our fucking head, which we didn't think would happen at this point in the competition. We thought they get rid of Tunisia, draw against France. They're chilling. Yeah. We're and, most probably. And people dead set thought Denmark could take France as well. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if you look at that game against France, I think it took a goal in the 80 something minute. To separate that game and Kylian Mbappe brilliance, I think they won two one. Yeah, against Denmark. So like it was mixed signals. You're right. And then we get to the third game and it's wow, fucking three or four a.m. No, nah, it was two a.m. Maybe it was two a.m. Yeah, <clears throat> it was two a.m. And it's and and it was two a.m. because no one in the fucking the schedulers would have had no clue Australia had a chance. Like they would have put it at two a.m. thinking Australia pro probably out. Let's not worry about them watching it in their country. Sydney's packed out, Melbourne Square's packed out, and like the whole country's packed out. But on TikTok, there's one person you're listening to is this man in front of me, bro. You were massive at the time. Yeah, I remember like going on my phone, and it would genuinely be, oh, let's see what Stav uploaded today about the World Cup. Yeah, like yeah. when the game day was on, it was all about. I remember that. Um, shout out, Cat. I met her at the charity match. She put up <laughs> when we lost to France. You were eating the fucking croissant. croissant. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Like fuck the French, bro. I'll eat. I'll eat their food. <laughs> Um, I did that turn to her and I saw the croissant there. I was like, video me eating the croissant. It will pop. I told her. And, 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 and long while they popped. <laughs> did well. Um, but yeah, so we get to the Denmark game. It's 2 a.m. I remember, bro, we were at my mate's house and we were trying to watch it in his garage, but the TV was too small and shit. So we had to move into his living room and like block off the door so we won't make a sound. Yeah. And it's like, because up in the mountains, nothing opens for yeah. fucking that shit. Only Panthers down here does. And we all had work that day anyway. And so we're watching it. Time goes by. Denmark, yeah, okay, whatever. Like they're kind of doing it, but they're kind of not. Like I, I thought it'd be more aggressive. Yeah. And then what? What minute do you reckon it was? Um, when Lecky scored? Was it 50? 59. 
50, uh, crazy. <laughs> I was going to say 57th. In the 57th minute, Australia break away with Matthew Leckie, who was once one of the fastest footballers in the world. Not as fast anymore. No. Dribbles, dribbles, in, out, in, out. Hits it left foot and it just worm burns straight yeah. past Schmeier. It was just one of those, it's like. Time froze, bro. Yeah, yeah. time did freeze. I think mainly because Riley McGree ball and then he, bro, I think it's just one of those moments was destined. Like he went inside, he cut in, then cut back out. Weak foot, went through the defender's legs and yeah. then just trickled into the corner. Like I just, uh. And the funny thing was that Tunisia then went one nil up against yeah, France. Yeah, so simultaneously as well, we're fucking bricking it. Because we're, yeah, because we're watching the other game. I'm pretty sure what, Tunisia at that time are on the same points they, as us. Yeah, but they scored just no. before we scored. So the thing was is that if Tunisia drew that game and we drew, we got through. But the way it works Oh, is that, yeah, we're bricking it if we concede. Yeah, no, no. If, but if Tunisia beat France and we drew, we don't go through. That yeah. was the way it worked. So it was like, oh, yeah, crazy. We're and then they went up it. and then we're like, bro, for fuck's sake. And then we... Because looking at that screen of the casino, like, for fuck's sake, it turns that screen, Riley McGree, ball and behind, bang, 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 slots it in, like, bro, limbs. Yeah. Limbs at the casino, bro. I was drenched. <laughs> and the funny thing was, game, like, delirium, it finished. Like, it was absolutely unreal. And that game was at 2 a.m. So then I recorded my shows at Bayin, um at the studio. Did I have to be there? They had to be there 5.30 in the morning, ready to record yeah. about 6.00. And so the game, I was up all night, couldn't fall, go to sleep, went to go watch the casino at two, finished up at four by the time. I was like, there's no way I'm going to go home and get back. So then drove straight back to the studio, got there like 4.45, had about 40 minutes of sleep, woke up, did my B-in show. Then that day was the day I appeared on SBS. So then I, nice. I was running on 45 minutes sleep or something. And I did that B-in show, then I did the SBS show. I think I necked like a Barocca before the B-in show. Got off the beach show, next another Barocca before I won the SBS show, and then Fuck. the history. So that day, I'll, I'll never forget that day. That's yeah, bro, you, you're on, you're on TV. Yeah, like, and I was watching it, and I obviously knew who you were, and I was watching it going, look at this fucking kid go, bro, like it's crazy. Who would have picked? Honestly, bro, like when I first came across you, it was tier list and FIFA yeah. videos. It's like who would have picked this kid to be the one talking for the youth of Australian football today? You know, it's crazy. Good it's on like, you, bro. It's such yeah, a sick it's moment. nuts. It's nuts. It is nuts. Like, I, I do forget it sometimes. Like you, yeah. like you kind of get caught up in it. The way I look at it, I was like, bro, if I told myself three months ago I'd be doing what I'm doing, I'm like, bro, that's crazy. Yeah. Like sometimes, and then you do kind of get desensitized to it. Yeah. But yeah, it's absolutely unreal. And then like shout out to Claude's and all that because. The guys that I won yesterday because they gave me they give me big opportunities. So shout yeah. out to them. If it wasn't for them, then I wouldn't have got that shot. Um, but you know, I, I I did also like work for it as well. Like, like I think some people go, oh bro, why'd you give this guy a platform? I'm like, bro, you don't force all those people to click yeah. follow on my account, bro. They follow it because they obviously like what I do. Like, thankfully, they like what yeah. I do. So like, do you know what I mean? I think I think it is just jealousy at the end of the day. But yeah, living the dream, though. Yeah, living the dream. Right. And then. Fuck, where were you for the round of 16? Round of 16, I just so the issue was with that is that for the 6 a.m. games, I was employed by your being to record them during the game. Yeah. So we would record them during the games and then by the time they'd all got out, like it was just after the World Cup games had gone, yeah. the 6 a.m. game. Unfortunately, Australia were playing Argentina at the 6 a.m. game. But being then sent to us, okay, obviously you have to watch that game. So then they pushed yeah. that a bit further. So we went to Tumbalong Park. Yeah, me, Kat Sasso, Olin Teckers, and a few other guys yeah. in the crew there went went to go watch it there. But we had to leave at halftime to get back in the studio to, to then record straight after the game yeah. full time whistle. 
So we left that 1-0 down. Lionel Messi scored. Then we get back to the office, watched when Matt Ryan did that blunder. But then Craig Goodwin scored that goal. So like there was actually limbs there in Tumblebone yeah. Park, if I remember right. And then in Fed Square, but at the end of that game, then we could have we actually could have taken it. Yeah. We actually could have been the eventual World Cup winners. As if Bayage could have scored one of the best goals in World Cup history. Nuts, bro. And then he went back to Hearts. <laughs> Crazy. Nuts. But yeah, so I remember, bro, I remember watching that and I was staying at my mate's house in Watson's Bay again. And it was very much like there was me and two of my mates and we're watching it and Argentina doing the job. Matt Ryan has a blunder. All of us go straight away, fuck it. He deserves Like, he's got that. That's fine. He's... He's earned a Yeah, I, I agree with you because he was absolutely immense against Denmark and Tunisia. Yeah, and plus like up in the mountains. So he moved, he's from like a low socioeconomic area, yeah. Matty. So a lot of his family lives up in the mountains. So in the off season, there's every chance you see him in the main street. I've okay. seen him there before. Um, so yeah, like he, he as soon as that happened, we're like, fuck it, whatever. And then I, I remember Craig Goodwin scored and I go, oh, fuck, fuck, like it's, like it's on. It could be, yeah. And then who scored for them? Was it... Um, what are you talking about? So, no, it was no. two one. It was two one. Yeah, no. Who was the fucking first? Who were the goal two, scorers? Oh, Messi scored the first one. And the yeah. second one was Julian Alvarez. Yes. Yeah. yeah, the Julian Alvarez one goes in, and it's like, all right, we're chill, we're chill. It's all good. Two one, right? Like this, we're in it. Yeah. Like for all fucking money, despite what we've done so far. See, I looked at it in the sense it. I was like, yeah, that's what I looked. At. I was like, we shouldn't be in it, but then the game just kind of turned. Yeah. And, then, and we started to move the ball up a bit and we started to gain a bit of field position. That's underrated in football, bro. People don't notice that. As soon as your centre backs, centre backs can start moving up 10, 5 metres every time, that's when your team's actually switching the... Momentum. Yeah, the momentum of the game. And we start moving it up and all of a sudden Aziz Beige picks up the ball on halfway. And, bro, I remember I'm on the floor at this point, like on my ne- on one knee and then the other one like a fucking non-nod, just sitting there going like... <laughs> and, bro, like all the, boy, the boys are sitting behind me. <laughs> And then, bro, he just keeps going. He keeps going. And, like, we'll start to lose it. We'll go, no fucking way. And we just started screaming. And then the Sandra Martinez, one of the best blocks I've ever seen. Oh, bro, unbelievable. And then even Emmy Martinez is saved on that Goran Quoll. Yeah. Bro, you know what broke my heart is I feel like with football, all my years of watching it, watching Fiorentina at fucking 2 a.m., I'm able to – if I'm watching a game live, I can tell you, like, there's a goal in this. I, I can, I can, I can read a game for the most part and go. Yeah. There's an opportunity coming. I can't even tell you which team, but the game's too open. Yeah. I said to the boys, Ollie and Luke, if they're listening, they'll vouch for it. I said to them, opportunities here for us. I don't know who it comes. I don't know who the fuck it falls to. Whether it's Goodwin again on the edge of the box, whether it's Grand Qual, whether it's a header. I don't know what's going to happen, but something will fall for us, bro. When that ball dropped, it just spun the wrong way. Yeah. If it spun into him. It was very hard for him. He had right. to turn his body. Yeah. And like Amy Martinez does absolutely brilliant to close down that angle. Saves it. I think it was his, his arm, like the back of it, and just spun yeah. back. Oh, it was just. Imagine we did knock out Argentina, <laughs> bro. Bro, we made the quarters. And who they have? Netherlands, wasn't it? Yeah. They and, had like, a you real... don't know what can happen. Yeah. And we'll just, I think we we're just running off passion and pride at that rate. He just yeah. was. And like, good on him, bro, because they did me so proud. They did me so because I don't know you. Do you have two thousand? You remember two thousand and six? Yeah, you so do? I'm born in two thousand, so I remember life. Then I don't remember the games, obviously, but I remember my dad and my zeal just being like, "This is crazy." Yeah, like this. But back in bro, two thousand six, my dad went to the World Cup, like this one. Yeah, with my brother. My brother's a few years older than me, but like dad said, like two thousand six was 
not expected, but it was. Because they were the, the golden of, generation. Yeah, the caliber of players, you. like they were all in top five leagues, most part. All playing for big clubs like, you know, I think Wilkshire was at like a, a Dynamo Moscow or something like that yeah. at the time. With us, bro, like, fuck. Like, right. we were preying on our centre back, who was the best player at the fucking tournament to get a Premier League move. That was standard. <laughs> and back it was then. Stoke City, bro. Yeah. It was like, Stoke City. Wow. How many players? I think we had one player in top five leagues. Bro, Aiden Ustich, and he was injured. Yeah, and we had fucking half the Scottish League there. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Crazy, bro. We we over, over, overachieved for what we had. Like, don't get me wrong, the people saying that I was a dumb for thinking to show to get out of the group on paper, they were probably right. They were right. <laughs> But you know what? Hey, who was right in the end, bro? Who never got Vontaine? Nick Stat. That's what I thought. You gotta believe, bro. Exactly. Exactly, bro. That's what I'm trying to say, bro. I was sick of this whole thing of like, I'm sick of kids walking around the streets in a Man United shirt, an Arsenal shirt, a Chelsea shirt, and they, oh, I love football, I love football. And then when it comes straight, oh, no, straight as shit. Bruv, we get behind the side at least and look what happened. Look how many people care about the sport in the end. Look at Fed Square. Was it yeah. 2 a.m. and you're getting proper limbs, flares, everything, bro. Nowhere in the world was like that. There's not a sport in Australia that would have got the traction it did no like other, it did. In a, no which is crazy. country showed out like that, bro. Exactly. The U.S. had nothing like that. No. Um, Morocco had fucking nothing like that despite- At having, the World Cup, they were good, to be no, fair. No, no, no. Like, but I'm saying when, when like the you never saw, came yeah. out of, Mor of Moroccan streets, they weren't like that. No. They weren't like, bro, ours looked like a fucking- like a tsunami of people. Yeah. It was nuts. Which it bro. was. Which it was. It was nuts. And um, yeah, you were like, it must have been crazy for you, bro. Because like, even if you went to go get breakfast as much in a fucking, in the city, you would have been spotted, eh? Um, it depends on the demographic where you go. Like, I remember oh, the first the day. Yeah, yeah. I remember the first time where I was like, shit, this is kind of serious. It was Sydney, first Sydney derby of the year this year. I went into the Sydney Cove. Yeah. And I walked in and... It Fuck was, the code while I'm at it. <laughs> and there was kids just like sticking out their heads like, come on, go six seven, six seven, six seven, oh, six seven. Uh, you know. and yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah, coming yeah. around. Then half time, poor my mates were there. They're like fucking professional photographers. <laughs> half time. Poor kids had to take pictures. They're like, can I get a photo? Like, yeah, easy photo. Uh, but I love it though. Yeah. I love it because like, like I'm that kid where if I saw like those YouTubers I grew up with, bro, what jumping up, bro? Spencer FC is like my idol, bro. If I saw him, bro, I'd be jumping on him and telling him a sob story. Because the thing is, I think sometimes if like, I think, bro, I don't even know why kids want to take photos of me sometimes. I'm just like that kid on TikTok. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just take videos out of my room, bro. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but I love it though. I do love it. Yeah. Like, like I, if I didn't like it, I wouldn't be doing it. It's exactly yeah. why I love football, bro. I've grown up in it. That's what I do. But yeah, now the Australian in the World Cup, they... They gave me a memory because a lot of people do have 06 where I didn't have that. I never had something like that. Yeah. Where people forget this might not happen for another four years. Sorry, another four World Cups. Yeah. Like I'm being dead set. Like it's something I'll tell my kids. I'll tell my kids I was there that World Cup, bro. I was on TV that World Cup. Yeah. Look at this episode. Put out this episode on SBS. Put out all these episodes on being like, that's why I loved it. Um, And that's why sometimes you got to pinch yourself, but it was great times. Crazy, bro. Yeah. You did well, eh? Before all this shit, let's let's wind it back in Nick's Nick Stav, bro. Yeah. Before all this shit, what were you doing? Like, what was the plan? In what's oh, so like just like just post life. School. Before, so before twenty twenty one. Yeah. So at school, I was like I was a decent kid. So my mum's a teacher. Yeah. So she's like always put me in my methods, like yeah, study, yeah. study, study. I mean, since I was a kid, so I I studied hard at school and I came out with like a decent score to then go into uni. I, I still do uni. Like if people watch you, I I still I'm still at uni. I juggle everything with uni and everything like Good shit, bro. Yeah, like I struggle for time and that's why. Um, so I'm currently doing a business and economics degree. And like just say just say this content side goes tits up. 
So it might, it might. I've got, I've got that there to help me out. Do you know what I mean? You'll get noticed in like 15 years. Fuck, I swear you're that kind of Bro, bro, yeah, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, But yeah, but that that, that was the plan for Nick Stav. And I was just a kid playing soccer, loved it. Would go home, play FIFA, put on the FIFA YouTubers, watch the FIFA YouTubers and get a bunch of Arsenal. I was just, I miss every other football fan in Australia. That's all I am. And that's why sometimes I look at my mates, I'm like, they could be doing what I'm doing, but they just like, they just haven't chosen that path, I guess, yeah. sometimes. Just I think, didn't upload that video. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, bro. If it wasn't for lockdown, I would not be doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. I think some kids, and I, I do kind of recommend it at times, like kids don't start when that at school. I do, I get it because, bro, if I was throwing my face out like there and I was getting like shit views or anything, can you imagine the kids at your class, bro? That would give you shit. Yeah. If, you, if, you, if you have thick skin, you can do it. And I think it got to the stage where even my mate was like to me, he goes, bro, like one of my, one of my close close mates like to me, like, it's like, bro, I'll be real with you, bro. It was all a fucking joke, like, not long ago. Now, like, people were fucking walking the show, saying, Nick's not shit, that's Nick's not fucking listening to that. We go, bro, I can't fucking believe it. We used to take the piss out of here, now you're fucking proper. And, like, which is crazy. That's why sometimes TikTok, if you haven't tried that platform, you have to. You got away. Because what I say about it is that YouTube, video comes up, you have to click to watch it. Where TikTok, if your video is good, TikTok makes people watch your videos. Yeah. It's, it's, it's on the algorithm. So if your videos are good, they'll put it out there. So if you're ever looking to go big on social media, TikTok's your first port of call. Yeah. And I think that's an issue I have, which I should branch out into Instagram. I should branch out on those other ones, which I haven't done yet. Stuff has had a first decent crack at YouTube. But um, but TikTok, if you haven't got on it, you have to because exposure-wise, yeah. it's brilliant. I agree, bro. I, um, you'd see with Sporting Club Hellas, it's not really about Sunday League. That wasn't the point. Yeah. But I just did that for fun. Yeah. And bro, some, some one of the boys... And like, it gets traction, bro. Bro. <laughs> One guy from uni was like, I swear I just seen you on TikTok. I was like, screen record your screen, go back, see if it was me. And he goes back and then he sees me and then the next clip is me again doing the, like the full-time review. Like, so the first one he sees <laughs> With is the, the pre, one. yeah. Yeah, and then he clicks on the... the bees. <laughs> but the, the one that went big was one against Warrington, Croatia, which is none of them, like, Warrington's from around here. Okay, yeah. Normally, Warrington's like, not, not like a, whoa, how would you word Warrington? You stay out of Warrington if you're not from Warrington, okay. right? So it's not it's not really a Croatian community, but the Croats set up there a long time ago. So a lot of the boys who get cut at Sydney, Croatia, Sydney, go, there. go there. But they didn't have a Prems team. So we're in our comp, you have Prems, Reserves, all age twos, which we're Okay, yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, we're versing them and they're all fuck it, bro. Some of them played NPL. Like, what the fuck? Why am I versing them? <laughs> So that TikTok where I'm like, oh, pre-game, like, yeah, we're down on numbers. Look, we look fucked. The pitch looks fucked. We're in for some trouble. Game finishes, got a beer in my hand. I say, look, I won't reveal who won or lost. The score was 6-0, but congrats to Warrington, Croatia. <laughs> and bro, some guy met, like commented, and people were messaging me, bro, like, oh, so you lost. I go, what do you mean? Of course I fucking lost. Yeah. <laughs> bro, you get some dumb comments, bro. You get some really dumb comments. Like I was outside the Emirates and people were commenting, are you in London? I'm like, bro, come on, man. It's Lego. What, 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 bro, what budget do you think I'm on, bro? You think I can CGI myself there? Yeah. Come on, bro. Like crazy. Um, but yeah, so what? The plan was to go into business. Like there, there was never. No, nah, ne- there was never a lick of content yeah. in, in it at all. And I, even my parents didn't understand the severity of it. My When I told my parents I was going on like being sports, my mum had like, oh, you're just podcasting for the World Cup or something. And then then she's like, and then she realised I was actually on TV. And she's like, wait, what? She didn't know that I was on TV. Because they're very old school in that sense. Where now it's funny, my dad, like 
he would be able to flick through a phone and now he's got TikTok because just to see my videos and he loves it now. He's watching like Mahmoud Ishmael's video. He goes, oh, I love this guy. He's funny, mate. Bloody, bloody potholes. I love it. I love it. I love it. Nicky, look at this one. This one. He's going through it. He loves it. He's got like an alias account and sometimes you respond to some of the comments in the yeah, comments yeah, section yeah. and give a bit of a go back. He's funny, man. He loves it. He loves it. Well, um, I love him for it. And the funny because he came with me to watch Arsenal at the Emirates yeah. because Optus told me that they could give me a ticket to the game. So the way it worked was that I was... Do you want to get into that yeah, story about me going? Right. So cool. yeah, I, I was sent out by Optus Sport and La Liga to cover... Cadiz. Uh, like, uh, that's how you're supposed to say it, Cadiz. Danny Perillo hates me for saying it like that. Cadiz, uh, Cadiz. It's uh, how you say it, Cadiz. It is, it is. But like, I don't want to act like I'm one of those guys. I just want to be like, I'm Australian. I don't want to be like, I'm one of those... Don't talk to me. I know how to talk Spanish, baby. You know what I mean? I'm one of those guys. So I'm a Fiorentina supporter. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I've got to ask, anyone on your crew a Fiorentina supporter? Um, I, I want, at the no, company. I don't think so. so. I always say like a Fiorentina kit. Yeah, yeah. I've got a Fiorentina kit. You saw me. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's a top kit, that one. Yeah. So Fiorentina, like, that's where the family's from, Florence. Yeah. Right? But like Aussies, when I was growing up, they go Florentina. Florentina. Bro, so ever, when yeah. I was hearing that as a kid, I was going to Fuck this. Yeah. I'm going to say, if I hear a football club's name, it's Cadiz. Okay, no, good on you for that. So I, I like, at least, bro, because you never know who you're going to bump into. So yeah. there could, there's not really a big Spanish community, Danny. But if I bumped into a Spaniard and for whatever God-given reason they're a Cadiz fan, at least I say probably someone. Yeah, and they respect it. Yeah. They do. I, I know a guy through TikTok, and he made a video about the Moroccans and he nailed all their names and their love he was getting just for nailing all their names. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like the... Um, Oh, Bruno Fernandes. Oh, Bruno Fernandes. New Mensch. Painha. Painha. Ruben Dish. Wonder Kid. That's his name. He blew up because of that. Eh? Oh, oh, TikTok. So anyway, you um, get flown over to Cadiz. Yes. Yeah. So the what? So I got like a call a couple of weeks before that. Like, hey, it's off the sport. Um, you know, I was like, bro, hundred percent. Bite my arm off to go, hundred percent. Um, and then the way it works is they booked my. They were going to book my flights from Sydney to Madrid and then like the way you get there and then Madrid back to Sydney. And I was like to the guy doing the deal for me, I was like, can you just tell them to change the flight from Madrid to Sydney, but just do it from London to Sydney and do it a week later. And because I know Arsenal playing the Emirates, I've never watched Arsenal play at the Emirates. Like it's been my dream. I've seen that they're playing yeah. Southampton at home. Please, can you try and do it? Go back to him and goes, hey, they've done it. They've done it. And I was like, that's fine. I'll do everything with London. I'll book everything myself. It's fine. So that's, that's the way I did it. Um, and it was just crazy, bro. Crazy, bro. Like, I'm sitting on the sideline of the game, bro. Ballon d'Or winner, Karen Benzema is here. Frederick Valverde. Eda Militao. Like, they're all just, yeah. like, they're all just walking past. It's just unbelievable. Unbelievable experience that was. Yeah. Bro, what a crazy... Like, that team. Real Madrid, bro. Just... They're tops, bro. I'm, I wasn't a big Benzema guy. But once you ah, watch these guys... Him, bro. But once you Gang watch them in real life... But that's the thing. That's why I look at it. I think he's like, he's a Don. He's hot. He's touch. He's unreal, man. Yeah, he's just bang gets it bang one touch bang straight like through like he's just yeah. unbelievable and the crazy I was just thinking I was like bro France didn't even have these players in the World Cup and they made it all the way to the penalty shootout of the World yeah. Cup final just shows how stacked these guys are they'll be demons for the next World Cup as well crazy man um, but yeah it was crazy like the Cadiz fans as well bro they're, they're mental as well bro yeah. one thing I, I loved about Sucks that Sucks my building work out there right um, yeah but the way I feel for him because it's hard because you. I heard because I was talking to. Oh, they were in shambles and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I was talking to the guys from Cadiz there. I was like, he just to be honest, he was a top guy. The Cadiz fans loved him. Apparently, they loved the whole. Apparently, they would mess because I was talking to the social media guy that runs the social media page. Like he, they said they'd get flooded messages like getting more content with him because they loved his whole refugee story. 
coming yeah. to Australia, how hard that was. And they loved that, apparently. It's just, Mabil just wanted first time, first team football. And fair enough, because I was explaining to him, was like, Mabil and I qualifiers were starting in all the games. Yeah. It was unfortunate that he wasn't getting minutes that then come World Cup time, he kind of got phased out of that starting yeah. eleven. And I think that was unfortunate for him because that always happens to a lot of footballers. If you're not playing a lot of minutes or you're out of, just that slight bit out of form before a World Cup, it can, yeah. it can hit you. And that, that was unfortunate for him. But think of this, what I say about Spain and England, I noticed the difference about football. They both love football. Don't get me wrong, they're both fanatics. Spain, the Spanish love their football because they love their football. And they represent the whole town. So the game day, the city stops. Everyone's wearing yellow jerseys. Look at this. Where in England, it was like, it's kind of like, they love the sport, but it's like, love the club. Believe the badge. Represent your club yeah. in England. Oh, you're a Man United fan? Stay clear. That's the way I kind of got it. Where the Spanish, they love their football. Where England's like, rep the club. That's yeah. the way I kind of got it. It's a different style. They both love it, but it's just different cultures. And that's what you see. It's crazy, bro. These guys can take a two-hour flight from London to Spain, bro. Yeah. A one-hour train to London to Paris, Paris, bro. Like, come on, bro. And we, we take a one-hour train from here to Dubbo. Like, that's just how it is, <laughs> bro, man. One hour is from here to Dubbo. I don't know. Is it? Probably is. <laughs> it's like it six. Probably is. is it? There you go. It takes you, me, it takes how long like, do you reckon it took me to get home from the charity match? Oh, no. I don't want to ask. How long? Almost an hour and a half. With drive? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, that's actually not that. I think it would have me like 40 minutes. Yeah, but... Yeah, but yeah, that's because of your traffic. Yeah. Mine's yeah. genuinely like, Just I'm on the M4. On the motorway, yeah. Jeez, man. That's, that's commitment, bro. How did you get into that? Did you reach out to the sports shed guys? No, they reached out to me to play. And then um, my niece fucked, bro. It's a miracle I'm even playing Sunday league. Legit? What, yeah. what position are you? Soccer, soccer. I'll go midfield, but yeah, what well, I struggle, bro. CDM, nah, center mid, like push oh, up. Oh yeah, Some coach, bro. Box we, to box roll, eh? Jude Bellingham, some rock, bro. I can get up for the counter attacks, and then sometimes I'll get pissed off, and I'll drop into like next to the center backs and say, "Give me the fucking ball. We need to actually make a pass." Because, bro, <laughs> the way we play is three at the back. DM. You play three back in Sunday league. I'm, I'm so no stuck. way your wing backs fly. Bro, I'm so stubborn on it. You have no idea. Jeez. I tell them, this isn't about football. This is about identity and just life. Like, let's try something different. You know? Okay, yeah, this. no, no, good boy. So we go six. We have a we have a six. His name's Oscar. Yeah. He just tags Best every... Player. Somewhat. Yeah. In terms of, like, on the ball, yes. Like, tight spaces, yeah. yes. But he can just tag the striker out of the game. So yeah. that opens up my centre-back. Yeah, it opens up my main centre-back in the middle. Then we have two wing-backs, two centre-mids, which push up a bit. And then we've got the two strikers. The, I'm in the centre mid and we kind of <clears throat> push up, but I don't know. It's very much the, the fields are short as well. They're not yeah. like they're not like long pitches like in actual football. So you yeah. can push up, but you can drop back in like that. It's yeah. not really. Yeah. But um, more often than not, I'll go in the centre back because I like to. I like we try and pass the ball around. Yeah, you're the Rodri baby. <laughs> yeah, so I'll just I'll just go back, pick up the ball, especially on a goal kick. I'll get the shits if we just keep bombing it up. Yeah, I'll like my goal kick will put the ball down. And I'll fucking take it off him and just go nut nah, and just pass it around the back. No, that's good. Draw them in, put it over through to Oscar. If Oscar can turn, if good, if not, oh hey, no Oscar, worries. you get out, yeah. beat the man, beat your man one v one, and spray that ball wide. Yeah, and some of the set. tackles that guys put in this year, are fuck. Like I, I put in some bad ones because I'm just overweight and clunky. Yeah, but like he's he's skinny, he's tall, he's fast, and he still goes in two foot like knees. Hard, eh? I've got to say in football when I play, but I don't know about you, <coughs> the best player on the team is always the number six. I don't know. Growing up, yeah, I grew up with this kid, redhead kid, absolutely. <laughs> he would probably be 
just a little bit higher than my height, a bit more. Bro, he look. He looks as skinny as me, bro. Barge people off the board every yeah, single yeah, time. Oscars like They're that. always the most consistent player on the side yeah. as well. They know when to beat the man. They know when to play the pass. Like, and it's growing up. Number six has always been the best player in the field. For yeah, me. that's why I asked you: Is your boy Oscar yeah, the best player? He is. We got this other guy called Talos. He's like we call him the fucking. Is he a talisman as well up top? Yeah, bro. Yeah, there you go, bro. But he's like he's like a deer, bro. He just runs, but he run. He's so skinny, but yeah. holy fuck, he's rapid. Like he can start ten meters behind a guy and get him. Okay, easily. Yeah. Like you need that in Sunday league. You need with that. the ball, bro. With the ball at his feet. Like say say if he had to dribble at someone and he just wants to poke it around them, it's done. It's before you can even tell him what to do. Mm. It's done. He's gone. And um, when it whenever he gets ball, he's like Dallas, go Dallas, get him out, Dallas, go on, Dallas. And the whole team just gets behind him, bro. Most of our goals just come from Talos just tapping it around the centre back. Exactly. And but you it. need that. You need pace, bro. I remember when I was playing park football, and I think I was under thirteens. Remember we had this Indian kid up top, quick yeah. as shit, bro. Every single time he'd win it was because him, bro. I just yeah. play balls into him. And then there we used to verse a team. San Susie, actually. That's the team he's the first. <laughs> if this ever gets out to him, clip it up. But um, he's a big kid. Matt, like a fucking bowling ball this kid was. And you, like, you don't even think there's big, fat yeah. center back. The guy was quick as fuck. They used to call him the Flash. <laughs> the big Flash. So we used to verse San Susie. And San Susie were like second, third. That yeah, kind yeah. of... But because they had this one guy, they we couldn't beat them because our outlet was our pace with the guy up top. But this flash guy would he'd nullify us every time so we could never beat San Susie. That, that was crazy. <laughs> you know when you like streets over get players growing up? You or you have those weird players you think about. Like, oh, I always think about that kid, the flash. Massive unit, bro. He was a unit. You know, then I remember like, school football, the streets over get players, you had roided keeper on roids, we used to call yeah, him. He yeah. was this fucking jacked guy. Under 14s, bro. Under 14s. And look at me now, let alone me back then, I'll skin yeah. and bone. And this kid was jacked up. I remember thinking, we're fucked. We are fucked, bro. And then we ended up beating him in the final, remember? I didn't remember that. Oh, but fuck. it's just, we, you have those kids you verse yeah. that you remember. Bro, we used to verse, um, fuck, it's funny because they're all 18 now. But we're in year 12, so the school I went to was private property on like big land yeah. up in the mountains. And there's like a squash court down the bottom that was two basketball courts. So it was like this big caged area. And the year sevens, what we did... <laughs> Where you 12 at this stage, yeah. right? I'm going to HSC. We'd get the cage. So the cage had like this big open entrance, but it had no doors on it. So we're like, fuck it. Like, and squash right. is all like caged. Yeah, yeah. So they were squash courts, but now they're just basketball courts. Oh, okay, right? okay, yeah. But we just call them squash courts because that's what they were when we were there in year seven. So anyway, there's just two basketball courts open with a big steel fence around it. Yeah. And there was an opening. And we're like, fuck it, let's get the year sevens in. And then the year sevens would get in and they'd all put their bags along like the fence. So we're like, no, fuck these little <laughs> We put all their bags at the entrance so they couldn't get out and we versed in football. And there's clips of me, bro. I shit you not, from where you are, the ball would come down for a volley for me and I'd hit my foot straight through the thing. The fence would rattle and the kids go, But <laughs> some of them are like 18 now. I see them out and about. I remember, in, I still remember we used to do Wogs versus Aussies. <laughs> Wogs versus Aussies. I still remember in year six, bro. So we're like 12, 11 years old, bro. And I just remember there was this one kid. And he was, um, he was like half Italian, but his last name was Aussie. Yeah. And I still remember he walks over to the Wog side and the kids just gave you, where the fuck are you going, mate? Fuck off back to the Aussies, mate. And he goes back in tears, goes back to the teacher. Teachers come out. What's his Wog's best Aussie game? Cancelled. Done. Kid has a target on his back for the rest of his schooling career, bro, because of that. 
Oh, bro, that was they were oh, tough, man. Bro. Can't do that up in the mountains, bro. It'd be like four of us versus fucking fifty of them. Yeah, it is. I remember growing up at school was a lot of Italians, Lebos. That's how it was actually. Yeah. Italians, Lebos, and then you had Aussies. Really, the school I went to wasn't a fair amount of Greeks. To be fair, I was kind of the only one. Um, but yeah, we did have a big world community there. Yeah, crazy. I wish we did, bro. Would have made football a lot funner. There was four of us, and we were always on the same team. It's like a chemistry. And you always you you click together, yeah. That was yeah, your yeah. group. Because you bond over it. Well, one it's, of them's Maltese, but we just kind of... Yeah, yeah. But that's the way it is at school. I remember you had the Lebos. You had the Aussies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had the Italian. You had the Mafia. The way you used to call it, you used to call it the Lebos. Then you had the Mafia. They, should, they literally used to call them the Mafia. And then you had the Aussies. And then and that's how oh, it was. But yeah. I remember the schoolyard was like ever... So the Lebos, Aussies, our group, like the Wogs, the Mafia, they all kind of got with each other. Yeah. But like they kind of were in their own sections. Yeah, yeah. But then at lunch, you'd kind of break off and talk. And then, like, it split down the middle. And then the other side was everyone else. And everyone had the spokespeople on our side. And everyone had the spokespeople on their side. And I still... I'm sorry I'm going on a tangent. It's not, not football talk, but it's funny. And it came to, like, school captainship. And, like, you knew everyone from their side was going to vote their guy. And then everyone from our side was going to vote our guy. So then it was like, what's it going to come to? Like, flip of the coin. Who's getting the captaincy? And the guy on their side got it. And we were just like, Rob, like, this is BS. It was nuts. It was nuts. But uh, I miss the school days, bro. Because I graduated in 2020. So I graduated in... Nuts. Yeah, I graduated in lockdown. Yeah. Lockdown stuff. So that was crazy. So I missed out soccer club level that year. Um, School-wise, we got like... 18th, bro. You missed out on 18th, didn't you? Missed out on 18th, bro. Yeah. Only like my 18th, like seven or 10 of my mates. That would have been it. Just because like, that's all you could have, Mac. Probably couldn't even have 10 people. We did yeah. it, but that was crazy. We did miss out on that, but I'm not complaining now. Not yeah, complaining now. you're living life. I got the 21st this year because she got a 21st this Saturday. So Yeah, I, I heard, I listened to your podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. I, all the younger boys in my team are born in 2002. Okay, oh, yeah, so that's my year. Yeah, and they were all like going through, and 18th were like peak for me. Like yeah. that was my best party year by far. And um, yeah, they just never got that like whole experience, yeah. bro. Sucks, eh? It's tough. It's tough, but yeah, hopefully the twenty first can blow it out of the water. <laughs> you a big party guy? Um, I can't like you'll catch me like I get recognised a lot on night outs. Like you, you'll catch me out on a night yeah. out, but I'm not one of those guys that gets mass like blinded. Yeah. Only a couple of times, maybe if you see me at Cheese Bar a couple of times. You ever you ever been Cheese Bar? Nah, bro. If you, if you ever down in the city and you want to watch a football game. Okay. Message me and I'll take you to Cheese Bar because that's unreal, bro. I was there for the Arsenal-Liverpool game. It's just packed out, bro. I'll show you a video after uh, we finish. Yeah. And I don't know. Do you remember the Aston Villa game this year? Arsenal versus yeah, Aston Villa? Yeah, bro. What a cracker. Bro, we got there after the Coogee Pav. So after the Coogee Pav, there's a few long arms deep. So Nick Stav's a bit wavy up there. Um, <laughs> so I'm a bit sourced. And yeah. yeah, and I'm down and it's two. we were losing 2-1 Arsenal. And then we went 2-2, 3-2, 4-2. So at 2 2, I've equalized going to my mate, we're on the top balcony. Like, bang. Then I've hit his B up over the balcony, gone down. I'm like, oh, we're fucked here, we're fucked. Security comes over. He comes over to me, he's like, oh, we're fucked here, lads. And he goes, he goes, bye, mate, a beer. I'm like, yeah, we're still on. So he's still in here. And then 3 2, Jorginho scores at the end. It's limbs, we're all going off. There's Arsenal fans downstairs, Arsenal fans upstairs. And then we all, they, I think I said this, but they all hauled us downstairs and we're all together. And then that's when Emmy Martinez went up and then Martinez scored in the open yeah. net. So we're watching him go and I've got a video of it and, we're, and it's just limbs. Everyone's grabbing on each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, winning the league. Yeah, it's just, you were winning the league. That's what I thought. That's what I thought at the time. But it was just, it's just unreal. It's, it's such a good location because yeah. that's the one 
where it's like it feels like English football culture in Australia. Like if you want to go somewhere for English football culture, go there, bro. So I'm real off to take you there, but top place. How come, bro? I'd love to. I honestly, I watch everything in my room. On yeah, this fucking thing. It's great, bro. There's I know. Up there. Yeah, that's a shame. It's yeah. honestly a shame. But I kind of like it as well because there's so many people that comment on like the Premier League and they don't watch it. Oh, bro, it's so and nice. You can bro, tell. Man. You let people talk. Um, you then, know the Manchester derby this year? Do you remember it when Rashford, the yeah, offside yeah, goal? I was watching it on a call with my mate. The two guys, like United scored two, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Rashford kind of interferes and lets it go. And I'm there and they give oh, it. Oh, yeah. That they was give it. I'm like, ball. I was watching it live and they're at Cheese Bar. And I was like, there's no way. And the guy behind me goes, what, are you serious, mate? I was like, I was like, yeah, bro. He's clear. He goes, what do you mean? He didn't touch the ball. I was like, I was like bro, I'm going to entertain the conversation yeah. with you, bro. Because you got no clue. Sometimes at Cheese Bar can be annoying because you do get people... Off their like glass. I think I actually mentioned it on the Born Offside podcast. How about those guys? That, they do, yeah, bro. And they try and they look for fights, bro. Like yeah. they, the, one of them was just trying to give me shit. And I just, because I was dead sober as well, I was like, just I was, tell my man, I was like, don't, don't, don't buy it. Yeah. Ended up getting kicked out at half time because they tried to get into a fight with upstairs and going to fight downstairs. So anyway, yeah. but it's, it's, I love it. I love that culture of just like everyone getting amongst something. It's yeah. just sick, bro. Who knows, bro? Man City starts slipping. End of the season, bro. Cheese bath packed out of Arsenal fans. Let's go. I wasn't going to address it, bro, but the bottle job. Like, I'm, I, I am an Arsenal fan, yeah. you know? Like, I grew up supporting Arsenal. I think I think Bournemouth and Villa were warning signs and we didn't take them mm. as fans. Yeah. Bournemouth and Villa were both warning signs. I, I, I know you say that, but Man City have those games in a season as well. Look yeah, at Man City yeah, last year. They had yeah, Everton. But, um, Earlier. Ah. <sighs> That, but after United, bro, what have they done that's fucked? Oh, not not this season. No, no, no. no. That's what. No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying, right? Like after United this season, City have basically been on top. Like for, I think for what I can remember, they drew to Nottingham Forest. Yeah, yeah. but I'm not sure if that I was before, know. after. That was after United. That yeah, maybe after. two weeks after. Because they, because then they versed the thing was that they versed us. They versed us the first time at at, at the Emirates. And then I was like, oh, Arsenal ball the league. And the next week, they drew to Nottingham Forest. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, okay. So, like, we're still in this. But the thing is, Man City are just different. They're yeah. different. I don't like the word that we bottled it because we didn't. This is the way I look at it. Not meant to no, be, no, 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 no. I get you, bro. I, get I know you. people go, oh, start of the season. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm looking at it at this perspective. We're talking about a Man City side, jacked side, super side. Yeah. Last season, that got pushed to the end by that insane Liverpool side. At the end of the day, could have won the Premier League at the end. They could have won a quadruple, that Liverpool side. That's how close they were. They were like 45 minutes away in both games yeah. to win that quadruple. So they got pushed by that side. So the Man City look at it and go, oh, okay, um, let's go then add the hottest striker in world football, Erling Haaland, to our side and flick Gabriel Jesus, flick Zinchenko. And then Arsenal sitting there like, oh, oh we'll take you. Oh, oh, we'll take you. And that's all we got. Yeah. That's all we got. Man, we got William Sleber back from home, but that's all we got. And then we were the ones that brought the title race to Man City. If anything, Man City were the ones that bottled the league. When I say bottled, like, they were the one bottling the league for a while. They sh Arsenal should have never been at the top of the league. Yeah. We're playing good football. But don't get me wrong, there were cracks there. That's what I'm trying to say. They don't get saying there were cracks. Born we weren't supposed to be there. Man City let us be there for that long. At the end of the day, if you're signing the hottest guy in world football at the moment with that super team, I think people are underestimating that if this Man City side going ahead and win the treble, they're arguably the greatest Premier League side of all time. Yeah. You look at those player for player against some of those big sides, bro. They like you look at yeah. it, Kevin De Bruyne, I think he's the best midfielder in Premier League yeah, history. Bernardo Silva's that. Bro, that's what I'm trying to say, bro. You're Erling Haaland up top. Oh, I get the ball. Oh, who's gonna give it to me? Oh, Foden on the right. Uh Mara's oh, yeah. behind me. Oh, Bernardo's to the left of me. Oh, De Bruyne's behind me as well. Oh, Roger. Like, come on, bro. They're, they're living yeah. a luxury, bro. If Erdogan gets injured, who's that? Emil Smith Rowe. Do you yeah. know what I'm trying to say? Like, 
Reese Nelson, I love him, but he's asking his first backup winger. Like that's yeah. a problem. I kind of, <clears throat> I, I, like, I understand where you're coming from, but I enjoy the fact and I take pride in the fact that we have juniors and we have genuine like. I love it though. I do love it. Like you, you, got, the Mar- you got you sign a Martinelli for six million, but Kai Saka comes through the youth academy. <coughs> I do love yeah. it. It's just that's why I'm trying to say it's. I love Arsenal like that. Sometimes I'm so proud of the guys this season. Way I look at it is goes. The game against Man City that we lost, we didn't bottle that. Man City just 10 times better yeah. than us. We should have managed that game better, 100%. But team for team, they're better than us. We sh- but we can't be drawing, dropping points at Southampton at home. Can't be losing that West Ham game in that position it is. I think even being two goals up against Liverpool at Anfield, we should be doing better. What Liverpool I don't like is like, that's what I was trying to say. Robbie made a video on Arsenal Fan TV on TikTok saying, Oh, I think Arsenal can go idiot and get a result. All the comments, bro, you deluded. Oh, yeah. Do you deluded? Do you deluded? But then die if, I, but, die if you don't. Yeah, no, no. But then if you lose to Man City, we're bottle jobs. So what? So what is it? What is it? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's crazy. But I'm so proud of the lads this season. Yeah, I, I really am because they have given me memories, bro. Yeah. Like I'll tell my fucking kids about that game, <clears> watching Aston Villa game. Reese Nelson's winner in Bournemouth. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The Eddie and Kenny's 90th minute against Manchester United, like. I love the Gunners. Been some good football, though. They have because people forget. I've grown up with a shitty Arsenal side, bro. Waking up at 2 a.m. to watch Mustafi and David Luiz struggle to kick a ball to each other, bro. Before all that, what's your earliest Arsenal memory? Earliest Arsenal memory? Um, Probably be around 2011-2012 season. My first like good memory so of an Arsenal. You caught RVP. Yeah, that that's the game. I, I don't know if you remember five two at Stamford yeah, Bridge. Yeah, there Walcott. There Walcott. The yeah, game. that was it. That's my first proper memory of Arsenal. God, he was. I, but honestly, as a, I was eleven at the time, I thought he was like God. Yeah. There Walcott and he Ox just, at the time. Yeah, bro. Kieran Gibbs, Per Mertesacker, Koscielny. Skinheads. That were just short hair. Oh, that was Koscielny, bro. He was Koscielny. very good for a time for us. I think people forget about that. Like he was like. Not the same player, but he was of the same importance as Gabriel and Saliba are to us now. Yeah. Like, he was genuinely, like, if he was injured, we were fucked. Yeah, Like, we, he was, as a centre-back, our most vital player. Same and with Vermaalen. Thomas Vermaalen, bro. That was yeah, that. Yeah, the Belgium. fucked his career. Yeah. I, um, I wish he stayed, but... People ask me who's my favourite player of all time. I, I always say Santi Cazorla. Yeah, it's same, same, bro. Same. He was the first ever name I got on the back of an Arsenal jersey. Funny thing was about Sunday because well, I got Sunday because all on the back of an Arsenal jersey that the year he didn't even play. Yeah. My dad bought me like the 2010 11 kit, and we got Sunny Kazola on the back of that jersey, and he oh, didn't yeah. even play. Um, but he was the baller, left foot, right foot. He was small, technical. And I think I love Ozil, but Sunny Kazola, I just he turned up in the big games, bro. Yeah. He just turned up in the big games. Ozil never kind of did that, but. Yeah. yeah, there's so many players at Arsenal I loved. And I think Arsenal always played good football even growing up. Yeah. Although we were shit, we always tried to play yeah, good football. We passed it into the net. Exactly, bro. That, that Jack, uh, Jack Wilshere goal against Norwich City, yeah. bro. Like, fuck me, that's unreal. Like, people, like, a lot of people, I was never an Arteta out guy, even when he was man- like when he ended up yeah. becoming a manager. I would never, because I could... People, I think, last season we were bottom of the league after three games. I remember people, I was like, I was like, bro, look at the side he played against Man City. Man, like Said Kalashnikov, Rob Holding, Cedric, all these bums were playing, bro. He didn't have his players that he signed playing yet. Ramsdale, Ben White, they hadn't come into the system yet. That's when I was like, that's when you can properly judge Arteta with the, all the money you spent, and if he's yeah. not delivering then, that's when I'll judge him. And then, bro, come on, man. Like, who would have thought it'd be in the title race now? Like, he's over, overachieved. I still think he should get manager of the, this season. Yeah, still, even without delivering the league, I think he should. Because yeah. people forget, like, He's taken a side that hadn't even made Champions League yet into a title race with Man City. People forget how hard that is, bro. 
no no club for the last six years has been able to break that Liverpool Man City code up top, and he's he's finally done it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just so annoying because we're just there. We're so close. <laughs> Oh, you're man, die, City Slip, man. You're diehard, bro. So how you feel about Arsenal is how I feel about Fiorentina. Yeah. We're yeah. having a cracky year, bro. Yeah, where are you guys sitting we started in the table? off fucked. Where we are you were, sitting in the table? <laughs> in the table, we're in 10th. Nice, sitting plump, you know? Yeah. Like, I love 10th. Yeah. 10th's like, cruise control, baby. I'm not worried about yeah. anything. But in the cup, we've, we're in the final. Okay, against? Inter. Inter. Oh, yeah, because Inter knocked out Juve, actually. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, I fucking hate both. Yeah. <laughs> I hate Juve a lot, bro, because they take... Who's Fiorentina's best players right now? Ata Cabral, Doro, Bonaventura. Bonaventura, yeah. Uh, Milenkovic is not in his best form, but like he just claims Overall out. player, yeah. Obviously, Amrabat. I think he should have yeah. gone for 40 mil. Oh, you've got Norton Amrabat. Yeah. Oh, no, no, sorry. Uh, Sofian Amrabat. Oh, yeah, bro, yeah. he's unbelievable. He's I unbelievable. Think, ever since the World Cup, he hasn't best. Oh, he hasn't? Nah, we got Jonathan Akone and Nico Gonzalez. Yeah, Jonathan Akone. Gonzalez and Akone. He's the winger. Gonzalez, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was he was meant to go to World Cup, got injured, so yeah. we would have had a, we would have had a World Cup winner. But um, Gonzalez and Akone would be our best assets right now. Yeah. Okay. If you know what I'm saying, and Dodo right back, but we just signed Dodo for 15 yeah. from Shakhtar. Yeah, the Dodo's like a little Danny Alves. So yeah, he's, he's good. But he's fucking. He's nice. good on FIFA. That's why I know him. He's not. Nice. He's a good footballer, but like more passionately, he's like we scored a goal the other day against Lech Poznan. So we went, we went to bro, we went to Lech Poznan. We won four one, right in the first. Wasn't the, they're Polish? Yeah. Yeah, in the conference, conference league. league. Yeah. So we come home. They score three 0 up. Shit, bro. I'm I'm listening to it on the radio. I had to go to work. I'm going, you're fuck Like, I'm screaming. I'm screaming. Like, this is That's fuck. the worst when you have to listen to them on the radio. I was listening to Arsenal on the radio when I landed in London, the West Ham game, because I yeah. just caught, got in there and it's, it's hard. But it's fucked. And I'm screaming. And then I, and then we ended up scoring too. But in the, in the, so we go one up, obviously. So it goes into four, no, five, four. And then um, on the six, we saw a score a sixth over the leg and we win and we're chilling. And on that six, like Dodo, away from the play, he's completely away from the play. He's like celebrating off his fucking head just by Good himself. On him, bro. And that's, bro, that's, that's, what, that's what fans love. At the end yeah, of the day. and like we're a but, big club, bro. Like, yeah, you are, bro. You house plays like Mo Salah, come bro, Juan Cuadrado. Hey, fuck him, but yeah, like <laughs> I can't stand any of the Juve boys, like Kiesa, Vlavish. Yeah, but like before all that, bro, like Batistuta, one of the best strikers world. Yeah, yeah. he's on the back of that Fiorentina kid I got. Yeah, 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 Bati God. Um, or about the golf, but like, yeah, so we're in the conference league semi final as well. We got Basel, yeah, and bro, but at the start of the year, who else is in the conference? West Hammer on the other side with against Alcom. Okay, bro, you guys got a good shot. Who else got a good shot? Yeah, are we West Ham Alcom? Oh, fuck, maybe. I can't remember. I, I honestly, bro, probably see West Ham. I just focused on Fiorentina, yeah, I, I, especially with that shit because the conference league is hard to read, like, it's. Look, look, for an Arsenal fan, yeah, it's conference league. He gives a fuck. But as a Fiorentina fan, it's very much like you understand the importance of what this yeah. is. Yeah. It's very much more money and it's an opportunity for European silverware. Roma won it last silverware, year. Silverware, bro. bro. Like, I think people forget that it's, if you're a smaller, like when I say small club in terms of like yeah, an Arsenal compared yeah. to that, like, bro, any silverware you can get your hands on is massive for the fans. Anyone else? It doesn't come often. Yeah. Anyone outside of, like, if you take every country's traditional top six, or say you're Portugal, you take away the traditional top three. Any club outside of those that win it, it's massive for them. It, it is. Like we're a big club, but Atalanta and Lazio have replaced us over the past few years. Yeah. yeah? 
So we find that's ourselves that's the cycle. That's the cycle. Yeah, we find ourselves seventh or eighth best in the in the country. So like going on for that, but the cup, bro, that's on a Thursday morning at two a.m. Not going to work. I'm watching it at home with my dad. It's gonna be it's gonna be fucking mental. Bro, my dad's sitting there. He's bro, dad's fifty seven, yeah. and he's going like. We're watching the highlight, like we're watching the, so I, we listen to it separately. Yeah. Wait till later that night. Sometimes like he won't even be home. He travels for work and I'm here doing this shit. So it, if it's so much two days later, we sit down together, we watch the highlights and we watch every like Fiorentina fans talking about shit like that. And that's good. You've been doing that for years and you'll be doing that for years. Bro, I, yeah. So we're watching the Neil or Cremonese game. I shit you not. I reckon it's like 1130 at night. We've hardly got the volume on. Everyone in the house is asleep. And I turned to him and go, who would have fucking thought? <laughs> he goes, mate, what the fuck? I'm 57. Like, and he goes, I can't believe I'm watching. Like, we're in the we're yeah. in the final. Like, we're and 90 minutes. Seen it all. And bro, we've knocked. Yeah, you've seen, yeah. You've seen this club in dire times. We've knocked Inter off three weeks ago, 1-0 at Inter. And then earlier in the season, it, we lost 4-3 to them at home and they scored in the 97th minute. There's a lot of last-minute winners in Italy, I've got to say. Good lead, One bro. opened recently, Milan, Milan Roma. I think Milan oh, that was scored Monday morning. Yeah, ninety second, ninety fifth. Yeah, I honestly, bro, like my dad always talks about it because he was born in the sixties, so the eighties was like he prime said, oh yeah. He goes like fuck it. the Hullets, the Platinis. Yeah, them, he yeah. just wishes, and and my nonna, so bro, crazy. So there's a guy called um uh fucking what's his name Aldo Serena. And he ended up playing for Italy. He was a really good striker for Inter Milan. He played for Juve, played for all these clubs. His mother and my nonna were close. So he's from a town called Montebelluna. That's where my nonna comes from. So my dad got kits off Aldo. That, okay, like yeah. just game kits. But That's there's, like, sick. Kits the Fiorentina stuff. ones? No, no. He never played for Fiorentina. Okay. Um, Fiorentina is not really big in my nonna's town. Because okay. uh, you got Empoli near and you got... Um, Empoli, yeah. Bologna, fuck Bologna. But you got them, right? Yeah. So <laughs> that's just like Tottenham, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, fuck them. Um, and so, yeah, like dad's watched like Aldo during that time was playing in the Serie A while dad was a bit younger than Aldo. So dad was like watching Aldo play and watching all these players around him. And then he just watched like the demise of the money and then the Premier League came in, mm-hmm. knocked it. But he, he kind of, and he admits it to me, he goes like, it's most probably the best I've seen it since the 90s. Been, I, I the think, last time was 2010. I think Serie could like be it. the second in the top five now. I, I think La Liga, bro. La Liga, it's lost its juice. It's lost its juice. Messi, Ronaldo. It's too. It's just boring, bro. Yeah. Like what? La Liga's story this year is Valencia. Bro, they they could go down. Yeah. It looked like they will go down. Well, it's basically like that's just Everton going down. Yeah. But that's the fucking stock standard of what we're talking about with the Prem, you know? Exactly. Well, you saw Malaga go down a couple of years ago in the La Liga. Yeah. They're, they're a crazy story, bro, because that owner initially was godsend. Yeah. Champions League quarterfinal. Bro, that's where we got Santi Gazzola from. They had Isco, Isco Nacho Monreal. Uh, Di Michaelis. Yeah, Di Michaelis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pellegrini was their coach. Yeah, bro. Yeah, and what happened after was fucked. But um, yeah, like Spain, bro, it's very much like, oh, Barca, Real Madrid, cool. Yeah. Atletico, uh, I love Atletico because yeah. I was given a four-land jersey when I was 10. Yeah, bro. So like, and, and an Aguero one as well. He yeah. was there as well. Um, So like, I've got a soft spot for him. But like, besides them, it's Sevilla, Betis, yeah. Valencia, if you're lucky. Yeah. Uh, who else is there? Villarreal. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Essentially, if you're to average it out, that's what you're getting over the yeah. past 20 years, right? Same with the Bundesliga, bro. Like, Bayern have had a... Bundesliga is dead, man. Come on, Bayern have dominated that league. And I think Dortmund are close this season for the 
First like time Bayern since 2012. Bayern have had a fucked year and they could still win it. It's crazy, bro. They've sucked their manager how long? They've got punch ups in the change room. Bro, it's like, it's, yeah. one thing I hate about the Bundesliga is that it's literally like, it's just poach all the talent. Like, yeah. just that's all Bayern Munich do. Upama Khan is good for Leipzig, let's poach him. Gretzel's good for Schalke, poach him. Neuer's good for Schalke, poach him. Like, yeah. come on, bro. Like, like, you don't really see that other than Ross in the Premier League. We, like, yeah, me and my two mates from the World Cup, we actually did it. I made Juve do it a bit as well, actually, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a lot, sorry. Yeah. yeah. We There's not much retainment of talent in Italy. But when it is, it's like uh, Berardi for Sassuolo. Mm. You know, like they, yeah, they'll respect. stay. Like everyone's like... Benica, bro. He's yeah. kicked on for a while there, bro. Yeah, I think he come up was like twenty fourteen. Yeah, their their biggest loss there was um, uh, De Serbi. Oh, when he went to Shakhtar, he was like so. Roberto De Serbi was coaching at Sassuolo. Yeah, like, yeah that's and they they had a good year, bro. Um, Claude's would know about it. I've heard him talk about yeah. it. Yeah, um, yeah, Claude's would know about it. They had a good year. They finished top five or top six. And uh, Skamaka was there. Yeah, and that's when he went to Fuck, West maybe even a young like oh, I said, young. He's young. Raspadori, Raspadori was mm. on the left, maybe. Can't remember. He's at Lazio now, isn't he? And Traore from Bournemouth was there. Yeah, yeah. Raspador is at Napoli. He's fucking good. Napoli, sorry, yeah. But um, yeah, I like I don't. We did a raffle for the Bundesliga teams, bro. So I got Schalke, which I was happy with because yeah. I used to own a Real kit. Yeah, I know, but they're like, they fighting. Well, we're getting relegated, but yeah. I'm chilling. Like, they're not really my team. But they're such a big club, man. But that's I remember growing up with Jefferson Farfan on the right, Clash on Huntelaar yeah. up top. And fucking Draxler was there. Yeah. Um, Rakitic was there as a young Max Meyer. Yeah, bro. Um, but like, it's like a fucking pyramid scheme, bro. It just all goes to one club at the top, which is yeah, fine. Yeah, it's just shit. The rest of the clubs are suffering. Yeah. Dortmund shit. has its own ecosystem, which is cool. But then the clubs that need money will take the paycheck from them. And that's how it works. It's exactly. So unless you're like Leverkusen or Mönchengladbach, basically you're falling into this pit of shit. Yeah. Union Berlin and Freiburg are changing the scene. Bro, big up Union Berlin, bro. And, They're competing up there. And like as much as people want to hate on Leipzig for what they stand for, which is, you know corporate jargon yeah. like but like fuck it like they, they're a self-sustained model and they're doing well and they don't sign and players on big fees yeah, they and they're competing them. bro and yeah. they're competing so like who's to say that's not an actual model of football when we've allowed like these massive bro I could go on for ages I hate Man City because yeah. of it but like we've allowed massive like clubs to become superpowers and kids nowadays don't think of anything different they don't know yeah. so we only know it through our dads bro that yeah. there wasn't a time like this before like Hamburg used to be big like, club yeah, Hamburg was Champions League finals yeah. and shit like that. You know what I mean? Blackburn, Leicester. Like, oh, kids would know about Leicester. But Leicester's like, just, that's an anomaly. Yeah, but like Blackburn. Like, you know what? It, Newcastle, bro. That's why we don't bat night to the takeover. Yeah. Because Newcastle, once upon a time, we're, we're at the we're top. We're a big club. Yeah, you know what I mean? So like, but bro, this fucking shit of like Bayern, PSG, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Juve. It had to stop at one point. Italy's made it stop. Thank God because of Inter Milan's owner. Yeah. He he took on like Jekko and Dumfries in one window and still won the league. Yeah, like, and crazy. kept Barella out of nowhere. He was a coach and Conte. Yeah. It was crazy effort, bro. Was, uh, the guy's Chinese. And yeah. he 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 was public. He was like, we've got no fucking money. But I'll do what I can. Gets Jekko on a free and he got Dumfries for like 15. Jeez. And that was maybe one other signing. But he basically come out and said like, this is what we're going to yeah, do. Yeah, they signed Alexis Sanchez like on yeah. the year before and nothing. like. So that year after is when he yeah. goes like, like we have no money because of COVID because he was a Chinese businessman yeah. and, you know, shit got fucked up for him and um, still managed to make it work, didn't have to sell his biggest assets, sold what was appropriate, moved on, won the league, got that money and he's still sustainably doing it. No, nothing huge, nothing crazy. Yeah. And they've taken over, AC Milan caught up, 
Lazio. Yeah, big up AC Milan. Yeah, I like seeing those proper traditional clubs. Yeah. I love that we've got a Milan derby in the semi final of the Champions League. Yeah, it reminds me of 2010. Because yeah. that's what I grew up that's, on, bro. Yeah. I grew up on. Samuelito. Yeah, I grew up on the fucking inter treble team with Pandev, Melito, and. Uh, what the? Eto. Yeah. yeah. And uh, who was the other winger? Yeah, Wesley Schneider. Oh, in there Rodrigo as well. was in there as well, the rat's tail guy. Oh, oh yeah, Palacio. Rodrigo yeah, Palacio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, it's like Stankovic was in the midfield and shit like yeah. that. So that's what I grew up on. But I was watching with my nonno before school. But on the other hand, so that team was winning everything, Lucio. But then you had this fucking AC Milan team that was like stars. Yeah. And you know what I mean? And I've never seen that since. So this is like, you often get caught up in nostalgia, but this is the first time in a long time we've actually sat back and gone like, hey, Teo Hernandez is probably the best left back in the world, whether people want to debate it or not. Yeah. Like, bro, you put up a World Cup. Yeah. And he's about to put AC Milan to the Champions League final. Rafa Leao is actually the answer to a lot of people's, you know, like, who's our star boy? Yeah. Well, at the end of the day, why, why would Man City be wanting him so much? Yeah. At the end of the day. He's the, he is the answer to, like, a top three. You know how, like, it was Messi versus Ronaldo? Yeah. It's now Haaland versus Mbappe. But in that in that Messi Ronaldo debate, you'd have Lewandowski pop in, you'd have yeah. Benzema have their says. At the moment, Liao's having his say, but who's to say that's not permanent? You know, like mm. who's to say this isn't our best three for the next ten yeah. years? Yeah. Um. And obviously, you got Saka and Rashford as well. Yeah. But I think Rashford. Uh, uh, Rashford's he's what 26? Crazy to think about yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Like Lingard. That's like, a, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say, bro. Like Bukayo Saka, what he's doing at that yeah. age, bro? Come on. Um. But yeah, and then like um. Oh, like Krunic, Benacer, who's an Arsenal junior. Yeah. Fuck, fuck we, we could have done yeah. it with him, bro. As someone That's who like a lot of players that came out of Arsenal. Yeah. Like Donio Malin, there's just so yeah. much. Serge Nabry, bro. Yeah. Serge Nabry's not even starting at Bayern, bro. Fucking get him on the floor. Yeah, they're selling him, him. Get him to London, bro. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so like, and, and Tomori, Mike Mayon, who's fucking best keeper in the mm. world. Like, and then you got Inter, who have got like Bastoni, De Vries, Grinja, um, the best defensive midfielder in the world. I'll hear nothing more. Brozovic, bro. Brozovic, yeah. Uh, obviously Rodri, but like Brozovic, yeah. bro. Like on his day. Unreal. He's a re- like, Nico Borrello in that midfield as well. Yeah, he's. I think Borrello is most probably the best player in the league with Teo. Yeah. Like consistently, if you take every game, I take them to, and I take um, uh, what's his name from Napoli this year, Kim. The center. Oh yeah, and then we have Kvaraskelia. Yeah, but even even Kava, bro, it's been figured out a bit. Yeah. I put on my story last night. I, oh, yeah. I sent a message in eleventh <laughs> of September, twenty twenty two. It's like Kavashvilia, and I go, wait, Kava, if you want to see a future eleven, Kavashvilia for Napoli. I, and then the next message, is, I don't know how to say fucking or write his name, <laughs> but he's good. But watch this guy, and then yeah, bro, he took off. But even him, he's like somewhat figured out. They yeah. choked it last night. You would have known if you. Yeah, yeah, they drew one one. They said, and then when even in the Champions League, bro, they shouldn't really be losing to Milan over two legs. Yeah, but yeah, I think. Well, the only goal they score is a penalty. Yeah. Come on, like. Yeah, they, they, they're supposed to be being figured out, but they're being figured out late by the other teams, which is good. Because I, I wrote on Sporting Club Hellsborough, I was like, this is the year of Diego's dreams, bro. Napoli win, Sevilla can win the uh, a cup as well. And Argentina win the World Cup. Argentina win the World Cup. Crazy. I put that out there. It didn't get really get many likes, but I was I put a lot of effort into the, like, the writing of it because I was like, this is truly, like, no one's mentioning this, but this yeah. is Diego's wildest fucking dreams. Yeah. Sevilla, Napoli. What have Boca Juniors doing? I don't know. Don't know. But imagine. they have a different season. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be up. hard to doesn't line that up. But like Argentina World Cup and just Argentina and Napoli alone. That's simple. enough. That's, that's enough. That is everything he would have wanted in yeah. his life. And he passed away the year before that's he got to see it. That's my dad's favorite player of all time. Yeah, I, I put him as like... Greatest? 
Nah, not the great. I, 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 I don't mind when people put him like, because uh, I'm a Messi number one. Yeah. I don't mind when they go like Maradona number two. It's crazy Argentina have both, eh? Yeah, it is. It is. They're both left footed, both five foot five. Like, yeah. It's, it's, sometimes it's, it is just scripted. It's like Lam and um, Kimmich. Yeah, it's just scripted sometimes. Yeah. I feel like it's Pedri and Iniesta. Yeah. It comes <laughs> in at the right time. Like, they're just regions. Yeah. It's just like, no matter what you did in life, this was your. You know who the other one is? Is Mirazav Closer and Kai Havertz. They are not the greatest strikers you'll ever see. But they're like lanky, tall. But bro, they've got, I reckon Havertz will have other winning, I reckon he'll have other cups to his name. Think about it. He hasn't been that good for Chelsea. He's got a fucking Champions League to his yeah, name. Yeah, I know. Closer was the same, bro. He fucking, he just scored yeah, goals. Actually, yeah, but he actually, he's got the World Cup goal scoring record. No, no, somewhere. no. But like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, he also played in some fucking, Mario Gomez and Thomas Mueller helped him. Yeah, yeah. I think that German side was just a world yeah. machine. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, he just kind of like is like if you were to look at closer on a pitch, you wouldn't be able to pick that he's got like all these things to his name. I reckon Havertz will be the same, but mm. by the time he's done, he'll have some weird records to his fucking name. I don't rate him though. Yeah, I don't rate him. I don't, I don't think he's a striker. That's what I. That's what I think the issue. He has is. to face the play, not be. Yeah, back to it. that's what I, that's. I think that's the issue, and then I think other number tens on the elite level. I don't think he is that. I think he was lucky at Leverkusen where he was that guy in their yeah. team where. He could roam, he could float where he wanted to float, like a Jack Grealish at Aston Villa, yeah. where he was the guy in the team. Where now, look how long it's taken Jack Grealish to actually become his own in that Man City side. He's yeah. been absolutely elite against Arsenal. He killed us. I just think Kai Havertz needs a great side around him, and he needs to mold to it now at Chelsea. But Chelsea have no excuses, bro. The money they're throwing around, fuck them. Now I'll say that, and we'll probably lose to him tomorrow morning. Like fuck. Just quickly. Yeah. Where did the love for Arsenal come from? Do you know? Where did the love come? Uh, came from a family friend. So I only really started loving football since the 2010 World Cup. Yeah. And I had a family friend, Anthony. Shout out to Anthony. Uh, it was kind of like... He was kind of like... Anthony. He changed TikTok in Australian football. Fans, that's right? it, bro. Exactly. He's like, he was like a brotherly figure to me growing up. Because yeah. I grew up, me and my sister. And then he was like, like my brotherly figure growing up. He got me into like FIFA and all those, that stuff. And he was an Arsenal fan. He goes, bro, you got to get on this stuff. So he started showing me Arsenal stuff. And then from then on out, man, it just blossomed into an yeah. unrestrictable un bond. <coughs> Unbelievable. If, who'd your dad go for? My dad's a Liverpool fan. Right. My dad's actually a Liverpool fan. Like proper or just kind of um, like... like no, nah, he's proper. But he's not like your dad listening to like Fiorentina. Yeah, not that, yeah. that much. But he'll get up for games, 100%. Yeah. Um, but he was, I think it was like the Craig Johnson era. Maybe yeah. the Australian Donner. Liverpool. I think that's what he got in yeah. to Liverpool as well. And he also told me like the accessibility to watch Liverpool was unreal. But that's why he probably didn't mould me into a Liverpool fan when I was young because he wasn't crazy. You crazy. just missed out on Kiel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so a lot of folks my age are Liverpool fans because when they were five, first got to school, Harry Kiel was a star boy at Liverpool. Yeah. And um, I, I'm pictured in a Leeds jersey when I'm like an infant. Okay. Like, Duca. Viduka, big mark. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I wrote a post on him the other day. Eh? I just writing it, it with like, biggest smile on my face. Got a fucking big mark. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, so you got like what? Big Mark, uh, Michael Bridges, yeah, 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 and then Harry. So I think like Everton's the same, bro. There's kids in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've got one of my closest mates as an Everton fan. And funny thing Tim enough, Cahill. yeah, yeah, Tim Cahill. And I was overseas in the UK and I was trying to explain to these guys how we get up at 2 a.m. to watch yeah. our side. I was like, yeah, bro, one of my mates is an Everton fan. He goes, your, your mate gets up at 2 a.m. to watch fucking Everton play. He goes, fuck that. If I was from Australia, I'd be the biggest fucking glory hunter, bro. <laughs> fuck that. And like, they don't understand, bro, how much we love it. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, big up him, bro. He gets up to watch Everton. But 
Definitely. And hopefully Austin will go and have a bro, relegation scrap. I had a mate at uni who went for Ipswich Town. Bro, how? How did they do it? went for him and that was it. But like, does he properly get up? He loves it. Jeez, he, man. The other day they got promoted. He was sharing on Good his on story him. to the championship. Good on him. Bro, they were, yeah. Uh, That's why I like those old school clubs. That's why when I was saying I was looking at the championship clubs like Ipswich Town, uh, no, not Ipswich, sorry, Millwall. Coventry City, Millwall. Like, yeah. I, bro, I'm dying to see a Coventry City or a Millwall go up. Yeah. Millwall versus West Ham. That's box office. It'd be dangerous. Yeah, it would be. But we need that, bro. That's what, it's yeah. gone. Football sells dreams. <laughs> Fuck, bro. That'd be, that'd be one of the biggest days in football, I reckon. Oh, bro. I'd oh, they'll mark it. Yeah. I reckon it'll um, Copper 90 will go out and do some Derby Days video for that. 100%. I want to get him on the pod so bad. Yeah, and he's a top guy. Yeah. He's the original, bro. He's the original. I you. bumped into him, bro, um, uh, during the World Cup. When I finished one of the shows, I had him warming up for SBS. And I was just talking to him for a while. I regret not getting a photo with him because he was someone I watched a lot growing up. But top lad. Top yeah, bro. He's, he's a character, though. Yeah. He's a character, bro. His phone was, I remember he pulls it out and it was all smashed up. And his lock screen was a police officer hitting person with a fucking baton or something i remember i asked him i think it was something to do with like after a game or something that was yeah, like, it was a weirder story right? weirder yeah. story it was wild character but he's a top guy bro he's seen like he is everything i aim to embody in football yeah like trap bond sport like i have turkish mates yeah. and they're like trap bond sports like do you know lithgow yeah yeah like it is like lithgow as a football club like this is like like be on it or yeah, is like the socio-economic, yeah. low-class draft away from most of fucking society in terms of geographical location. But Travelers like Ball do really well, bro. They're just like they're just like a coal town. Mm. There's nothing to the city. It's just Travelers is like their thing, and then it's just coal factories around it, bro. There's not much in the city. And he went there and documented them winning their title, Jeez. which was like if you think about Turkish know. football, you don't think about Travelers Ball. Yeah. So I've always wanted to like talk to him. I've. He would have some crazy stories, bro. Oh, yeah. But, like, back to the point. Like, my, I've got a... Fuck, how old is he? My cousin's 15. Yeah, 15. So, he follows you, right? Yeah. So, like, he'd think, like... He, he puts you, like, as, like, the Australian football guy. He teaches me about stuff I don't know. Yeah. But, like, for me and you, that's Eli. Yeah. And it changed everything. It does, it does. Like, even, like, someone like Claude's would even... I don't 100%. know how old Claude's is, but... He's 26, yeah. Yeah, so even Eli, I think, would have a few years on him. Him yeah. and uh, local FC, Chad Gibson. Yeah, yeah. Those two, bro, they're everything that is this generation would know. That's like, oh, that yeah, those were the guys. Yeah. They were the ones who initially got on Instagram, took their shit. Yeah, and, and he did so well, like... Bro, some of those videos are so iconic. But that Boca Juniors was River Plate videos. Nice. One of the best ones on YouTube. Yeah. YouTube heritage, bro, that one. Have you seen that Kurt Kaz guy? That Dutch bloke in, uh, that's like, goes around Colombia? No, no. Like, bro, he's just nutter. What, he goes football games or? Yes, but initially, right, he went into Bogota in Colombia. He's a South African or he's Dutch. I can't tell the difference sometimes. Yeah, he's a close accent. Yeah, and he's... um. He's just walking around the most dangerous hoods in Colombia. Just for the with same, his GoPro. Yeah. But he went to a fucking Medellin game. And he was... Bro, they knocked down the thing and they're allowed on grass, like on the pitch. <laughs> they're standing but there. But there's like a barrier to stop them from entering the Climbing, actual pitch. Yeah. But they're on the grass of the stadium. And bro, he's just there with his GoPro, just smiling and shit. And there's people like yelling, nuts. Never seen anything like it. It reminded Crazy. me of the Eli thing. Like, yeah. Just balls to the wall. This foreigner doesn't give a fuck. He's here to document it. Yeah. And yeah. I think he was saying his phone got pickpocketed in Argentina. Oh, he was there for the celebration. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, like, when you're in Italy, when I was there in Rome, you just got to gotta wear a bum bag. Yeah, I was, when I was walking around Spain, I was wearing a bum bag. I was right that area. It was right, but 
I'm going back to we're going back to Barcelona. You, so yeah, you're gonna have to. Are you going back for me. European summer? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with, with the, the boys? Lads, yeah. yeah. Lads, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a football trip by Omda Sport this time. Uh, <laughs> Where are you going? Uh, Barcelona, Ibiza, Mykonos, Santorini, Amsterdam, Budapest, fucking everywhere, bro. How long are you going for? Uh, six weeks. Good shit, bro. I went for five. Yeah, it's a good time, eh? Yeah, nice. Yeah. Are you doing a lucky Contiki or anything? Or are you always... Uh, nah, not Contiki, but like we're in hostels and things like that. Yeah. As well, so like we're going around. So. Fuck, well, it'd be funny if you get noticed in the hostels. I imagine. I, I don't I don't think over there... Like in Spain... Actually, you know what? Actually, it's a good talking point. Like in Spain, I didn't get recognised. But the bus driver that was driving us around said something to me in Spanish, but I didn't understand. And the guy started laughing. He translates to me. He goes... He goes um, she wants you to sign an autograph on a paper so she can give it to her son. Her son watches your videos. <laughs> what the up. fuck are the chances of that in Spain, eh? Crazy. Crazy, bro. That was fun. I forgot about that, actually. That's crazy. Yeah, that was nuts. They have global, bro. Global, bro. Global. Hey, I had one day the Sunday League videos. I can, like, walk onto any Sunday League pitch in the world. And anyway, get known as the Aussie that's Sunday him, bro. League guy. That's my boy. That's my boy. Aussie yeah. Sunday. You know how, like, in Iceland, they've got those pitches where they're, like, the most beautiful pitches. Bro, yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. love the to four, make... three, three pitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd love to make, like, a Sunday League video on there. On the next European trip I do. Yeah, fuck it. That video would bang, bro. Yeah, or, like, on the... Um, there's one in Monaco where it's like just, that. like, the... You know where they train and they've got the mountain behind them? Yeah, the mountain. Yeah. yeah I want to do one on, like, all these pitches around Europe. Where that was bang. Yeah. I went and played, bro. I went... Uh, well, not played. I was there around them in, in Paris. We were staying in a place called Gentil. And Paris FC was across the road. Yeah. Like the original Paris club. Yeah. Fuck yeah. PSG. They're, na- they're Navy as well, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like they opened up their training ground. They're, bro, there's just kids kicking ball. Fucking good on them, bro. That's old school. Yeah. And they had like an Olympic looking ground and shit. But PSG's all blocked off. Got all fashion shops in the Park main street. France, Everything bro. wrong with football. It's crazy, France. Yeah. Was, oh, I was there. During the 2018 World Cup, I was there for a bit. When they beat Argentina. For with your friendly. Yeah. Then the streets was crazy. Nice. Crazy. Right. That would have been crazy. Eh? Yeah, it was, it was. It and was. yeah, like they clash heavy with the English fans and shit like that. They do, they do. But I was in Greece when England versus, when England got far, it, England versus Croatia, sorry. That's yeah. when I watched that semi-final in Greece. Um, fuck, they, that was a crazy, that was a weird World Cup 2018 actually. Yeah. Was it? It, was, it wasn't as good as this latest yeah. one and it wasn't near close 2014. I put on a show, bro. It did, bro. It blew out of what... Probably the best World Cup I've seen properly. Like twenty ten World Cup, I like I got a decent amount of it, but my memory's not great. Great, but twenty twenty two, bro. I think just everything involved about it, I'm gonna put it number one. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, look, we'll wrap it up. We've been going for almost two hours. Fucking, I mean, good chat, eh? Good chat. <laughs> God, football, bro. I I need to. St- I like. I want to start a football podcast, but I also don't just want to be another podcast, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I'm always like thinking, like, do I just go with a guest every week and we talk? Because Born Offside does that. But it's very much like, like, see that book over there, The Death and Life of Australian Soccer? Yeah. That like book details the downfall of the NSL, all that shit. I very much want to do one where like, I don't, I don't know, bro. I just want to, that's why I love this one today. Bro, I, I think if you, I think if there's an, a second division in Australia, that's that's something you got to eat up, bro. That's yeah. where you... Well, you I want to go to the bro. grounds, bro. I want to mm. be there on foot going like... Yeah. Just talk, grabbing every fucking grandfather in that crowd. Yeah. How does this make you feel? You know what I mean? And like, because, you know what, Sydney Morning Herald, like that thing at Blacktown, uh, not Blacktown, uh, uh, Padstow. Padstow the other night in Bankstown. Like, 
bro, that shit the other night. That's what the that's what makes want. the news, bro. It's but if, if like TikTok's our own platform, so if I can get on TikTok and go to all these grounds where the second division's coming to in Sydney, but you guarantee, I guarantee, I can guarantee you, interviewing you'll do that. John Bernard's gonna go to those games. Yeah. Mahmoud Ishmael's gonna go to those games just because they know the cultures are gonna yeah. be there. And that's what's going to be. It's going to be great. People love be, it, bro. White, honestly, like I say white people. I am white. Yeah. But like um, people who are, didn't grow up with that ethnicity. Even, yeah. Like I know blokes that are fully Australian, but their best mates were, or their, you know, their sibling married into a world family. Yeah. Whatever. So they like love it. They understand it. They understand yeah. like what it means. They understand it's like the food is like actually. Um, Part of life. Yeah. It's not food. It's not just food. Yeah. It's like an actual like. Uh, a showing of love yeah. you know like yeah. your nonna spends three hours cooking that shit and <laughs> yeah. like bro I, I just want to go document that like that's what yeah, I want to do it's, so, so it's oh, I'm thriving for that I really am yeah I reckon it'd be massive um, but yeah I, that thing I did bro I did research into it quickly before we wrap up I did research into like players that could actually be a marquee for the yeah. second division right I came across a guy in the Brazilian second division called Rafinha another now, Rafinha <laughs> bro he's Australian Okay. So I sent it to Concept Football Club, who I did the collab post with on Instagram. So he did the design. I was the one who did the research and put my name on every of those fucked up marquees. Yeah. Bro, I sent it to him and he goes, oh yeah, I reckon his daddy's Fernando Rec, who was born in, uh, who played for Brisbane Strikers, played for Adelaide in the early 2000s. Bro, this guy, this Aussie kid who's playing in Brazil at the moment in the second division, bear in mind, if he wanted to come to the A-League, I reckon he could do a fucking job. Yeah. If you look at, what's his name? Marco Tulio from Central Coast. Yeah. Like, yeah from... He's killing it. Yeah. He's not from the greatest divisions. And um, who was that guy from Newcastle? Oh, fuck. What? Pena? Do you remember him? Oh, um, old school days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you got like Guy Finkler as well. Like these weren't... Oh, like... um, no, who was the... Uh, Guy Finkler. Yeah, yeah, Guy yeah, Finkler. Yeah, 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 yeah. These guys went crazy. So I was like, oh, I messaged him. Bro, and he knew off the top of his head, like, there's every chance if that guy's born in Brisbane in that year that his dad played for Brisbane Strikers, it was true. You know? Crazy. Like, bro, there's guys like him around that I'm starting to uh, link up with where I'm like, fuck, like, there's actually a lot they of care about football, bro. There's a lot of information people yeah. find interesting, bro. There's, yeah. like, guys like Anthony Kalak who uh, didn't, got cut from Sydney FC. He plays for fucking Split. Oh, shit. In bro, Croatia. no joke. That's a massive club. Yeah. Like, I, I was I, in Split. I grew up with a kid. Uh plays over there in Croatia, families all over there. And like, like he would hundred percent cut it. Like I know for a fact, he's been told that he, he would start at Wanderers, yeah. but like, he's still just doing it in Croatia. See like, because being in a top five, uh, not top five, but in a European, European league, five. it's just different. It's a different draw. Like he was saying to me, it's a different draw Challenge. to Socceroos and stuff yeah. like that to end up making that squad. Is, is he not sure whether he'll, it's funny because he's technically Croatian background as well. Yeah. I think he's, I think what he said was that if Socceroos do come calling, he'll 100% accept it. Yeah. But I think he said if Croatia come calling, he'll take Croatia. Which, fair, I, 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 the whole Christian Volpata situation like that, I think it got a bit blown out. The way I look at that situation is that... Bro, the kid was chewed up and spat out by Australian football. A good first, first I, I reckon you even take that out. Even take that argument out of it. Look yeah. at it like this. Imagine... Totti. Yeah. Totti. Fucking Francesco actually, Totti. Imagine actually, imagine like I grow up and I, I'm training and then Mesut Ozil sitting with me and I'm I'm got German background as well. Yeah. I've grown up with the German culture. I've watched him since the day I day and he sits down with me and goes, Hey Nick, I'll be real with you. I reckon I can get you into the German setup. Yeah. And you're thinking that you're fucking idle. He's yeah. saying that to you. That's a massive influence, bro. 
How can you not say no? I'll be real with you. I might sound idiot here. I reckon Valpato will end up choosing Australia. I reckon he'll end up choosing Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll come He's waited back. out. Look at Alexander Robertson's ended up choosing Australia. Look at Nestor. I know people have question marks about Garan Quo. Nestor here in Kunda, I'm confident he will be a fucking yeah. gun. Gun. He's got no, added product Garang, to his game already. I think Garang will as well. We have this recency thing where we forget he's 18. That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of footballers you're watching now. Think he's not going to have the end so product now. Uh, Brunkin and fucking um, Joel Linton and Newcastle. Just off the top of my head. Those guys weren't balling at 18. No. There's no, like, you know what I mean? People forget their age. Yeah. They look at the division, they look at the flight, they look at the guy. They go, oh, it, the one thing I just don't like, he just had so much eyes on him at the moment. Which is he like, shouldn't have gone to Hearts. Yeah. He should have come home yeah. and done the six months. He should, yeah. That way, even if he... wasn't even starting. No, even if he was shit for Central Coast, it's chill, it's whatever. He's about to go to the Premier League. That's all we care about, Yeah, is how he transitions. But anyway, I think, yeah, I think Nestor-y, um he just he needs seems to like he's got end product already. Yeah, but that, that have you watched him start? It's a bit different. Yeah, it gets figured come, out a bit. Yeah, it's yeah. that pace at the end of the game that makes. But that's special. seventeen. Yeah, right. That's the other part of it. It's where it's like you don't want to be too critical, but if you're to be real at a European football level, there's yeah. still a. I heard there was interest in buying. Yeah, I think they. Well, bro, the last time they signed a seventeen-year-old kid from over there, Sarpit Singh. Pardon? Sarpit Singh. Then you remember they signed the the, the the I'm not sure where he's gone. But um, like Alfonso, because I remember yeah. my um. One of my mates was about to go to America. He left the AIS. And at the time, it was a massive calling card because Alfonso had just left Vancouver. You know what I mean? And there was like going to Bayern. He had a slow start there. And then... Bro, bro put him into left back. And bro, he himself. took Canada to a World Cup, which is fucking Exactly. Nice. He I scored a goal. Yeah. So. But I think um, I think there's a bright future, bro. I think like Keanu as well. Like, like that. Everyone looks over that. Like Keanu's going to mm. be in the team. For like, I, was cr- I was shocked about Keanu. I really thought his brother Kieran was... Just a lot better player. Kieran was when we were growing up. Yeah, yeah when Kieran we were growing was. up. Yeah, Kieran was actually really good for the A League. Yeah. It was a pity he made that stupid decision to go to South Africa. Yeah, I think like, I know Kaiser and Orlando are big. We all know that from yeah. FIFA. But like, yeah, yeah, bro, it's, it's just different. not where you got to go. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I feel for those players because sometimes they get bigger money. It's a it's a lure yeah. to go over. Like you look at Marco Rojas. Feels like every fucking few years he's going over yeah. and he's coming back and he's going over and they just can't crack the code. Yeah, and that like I just hope some of these players like my boy Pat Yazberg he's uh, yeah. close with him and he's fucking killing it yeah he's having a at the moment. Right. like bro I just want him to just fucking fly 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 but that shows I reckon there's this element of that where he's got two Aussies that are older than him there. yeah and it's good and the way he was talking about Viking is that they're a club that gets them develops them and then sends them yeah. off and you can see he signed there with the purpose that okay they'll develop me and then it'll be yeah. and then a Top five league club will come calling, and I hope the best for him. He's technically yeah. an Arsenal fan as well, so fucking come on, Paddy. Yeah, for fucking, bro. I'm, I'm my mate, uh, my mate's dead, Drew. Okay, yeah. The the guy at Macarthur, the right winger, yeah, yeah, yeah. winner against Central Coast. I keep telling him every time I see him around, like just sign for Fiorentina. Like, just, <laughs> just get there, bro. <laughs> uh, I want to get your name on the back <laughs> of my jersey, bro. <laughs> Last Aussie that signed for Fiorentina was uh, Josh Brilliante. Josh Brilliante, yes, that's and he came from there to Sydney FC. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, he didn't. He, yeah, like five six games. Yeah, 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 no. He wasn't um straight to forget him. But people loved him, bro, because he was like this bearded Aussie. He's real rough at the time. Yeah. like the Italians loved it because they're bro, like a cracker in him, bro. Yeah, he's a fucking good player. Yeah. He's good at uh, victory now. Yeah, but look, we'll end it now. Stab, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure, bro. The chat went for this long because it was good chat. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll run it up again, bro. We'll have to figure out something for Sporting Club Ellis. Yeah, we'll have to get you to a Sunday league game, bro. This bro. Is commentary, bro. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm free on Sundays. Get you and um, 
you know how like Kennedy and that BKR sport guy did the um yeah, 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 yeah. Get yeah. you and like one of the cats or Danny to, to come do it. Commentate. <laughs> or Claude. <laughs> Bro, I get this DM from the six aside team like every fucking week. Like, Bro, <laughs> can you play for us, bro? I just, I'm not, I've responded once and hey, bro, I didn't think it's going to happen. Yeah. And they keep on fucking responding. Oh, bro, bro, I'm moving a fucking ball on, man. I'm just the average fucking player. <laughs> <laughs> they mistake the ball knowledge for, um, like, yeah. ball on the feet knowledge. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, Nick Stab on TikTok, Nick Stab on Instagram. And what else is there? Uh, Nick Knows Ball on YouTube. Yeah. And then, as always, Spotify, YouTube, all that good stuff. Like, comment, subscribe. Follow on Spotify. It means the world. Give us a rating. Um, Yeah, we'll see you next week. Thank you.